something. Half the time, I don't exactly, well, certain things, I just automatically know. Then there's stuff I don't know. But if I listen to it and keep going, I'm going to know it. Everybody can do this. Everybody, if you're interested, if you don't care, you're not going to know. If you do care, then you're going to know. But I'm going to tell you, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I know this, I don't know nothing. And so I'm trying to find out. And I don't know anything really about the music industry. I, st- I mean, I, st- I know a lot. I do know a lot. I know about the marketing. I understand all that. Um, in terms of how it works, the hierarchy, and uh, and a lot of that stuff. I mean, I I know superficially that some bad things go down, but I don't understand how it works. And part of me doesn't want to know. But I feel like there's something that they want to tell us. I don't know what it is. I honestly do not know. And so, as somebody who, I don't know what part, if ever, I'm going to play in the music industry. But maybe I'm supposed to know this. Maybe we're supposed to know this. I don't know. So, I'm listening to this. I usually would not have been interested in this. But now I see, I'm kind of... um. I saw this young lady on another subject. I'm sorry. I'm calling this Freestyle Saturday, okay? And this means, excuse me, I think that we're all in this zone where we have like a lot of rules and ways that we think we should go and, you know, how we think we should pursue certain things and we have these certain paths. And sometimes I think it's crazier than that. I think you just got to go with, what speaks to you, right? So this girl was talking all this stuff about Atlantis. I don't know if she's right or not. I haven't, I didn't listen to enough of her channel, but I heard a lot of what she was saying. And it it did ring true. It seemed to make sense. I have to listen to her to see if it made sense. But what I'm trying to tell you is, it's like um, certain things are going to speak to you. And what I'm saying is the way that she was describing how information, you know, how like something presented itself to her. And it's not just like, you know, oh, Google, Google pointing stuff out to us. You know what I'm saying? It's like there are certain things that I don't want to know and I don't pay attention to necessarily. I'm like, I don't really care what goes on with that. But um, I'm learning what I'm trying to say is that I'm learning how to pay attention when a part of me is like, no, wait, pay attention to this. Things that I would dismiss, that I would be like, oh, whatever, whatever. So I guess that's what I'm saying to you guys is maybe maybe we're missing things because we're not really listening to certain things. I don't know if it makes sense or not. I'm not trying to make sense of it. Like I said, I'm going to allow myself to do more free thinking, more free. uh, Everything doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. 
and this is so crazy. I'm probably going to have this in the show. Um, if you remember that moment from Scream where, um, what's his name? Jamie Kennedy was like, motives are incidental. You know, remember when it, like he had this thing called the rules and it's, I was like, cause I was also coming up with something else totally different. And I kept writing all oh, the rules. And then I was like, oh, he was going on that whole movie about the rules. And I was like, are there rules? You know what I mean? And like when you think of movies, right? Movies are storytelling of types of people in certain situations. Well, us human beings, we're types of people in situations. And then we um, look at the character and we go, oh, they're like us. And we identify with that. And you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know what I'm saying. But I'm trying to connect a lot of things in terms of the power of myth. The example, the example of certain stories. That's so, so when I'm listening to some of these interviews, really, we, the, my whole thing, if you just read my blog, which was very, very dense on all this like information that came flooding to me, right? Um, what did I want to say? I was saying about my blog is that, um, what was I saying about it? I just have so much information coming to me. Um, looking at this guy. Oh, I was saying that we got to get back to the ancient ways. Right. RFG was talking about getting back to the ancient ways. That if we even put ourselves in the position of the ancient ways. That knowledge and everything else will line up. In terms of us receiving information, receiving how to be, just from being in the right mindset. Like, I'm telling you, so much comes from Asian um, Asian teaching, ancient Asian teaching. I got to go into it. I got to learn because I know, I know that somewhere in my lifetimes, I learned that stuff. And what I'm seeing is that every culture has a piece of this knowledge of humanity, which is teaching us what's right, okay? So back to this, um, getting back to the ancient ways, in ancient times, everything was oral. Everything was oral storytelling in Native American culture great-grandfather told stories to the young ones and and they had those stories right and then they told their grandchildren and this is this is every culture on the on the in the world in the history of the world is how we we pass down other than what we have written which you know became controlled by publishing whoever controlled publishing got the last word on what the written history was really kind of sort of but that oral tradition is so important and it's so powerful one example I'm going to give you of that two examples I'm going to give you 
um, that just what I've seen in my life. If you ever seen that Billy Crystal special where he does in character all of his, uh, his I think his grandfather, it was somebody in his family had a record label. And I think it was connected to Frank Sinatra and all those jazz acts or whatever. And he literally has in his memory banks actors, if you're paying attention to this, and you can watch that video. If I find it, watch it. He literally, all of that history is in him and lives again through all of that, through that oral tradition. He can become even what is so impressive about that as a performer, you know, he could he could be everybody. The black people, the white people, he had them all. And he had every little special thing. And 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 what touched me about that is we would never have that. Some of those people not on tape. Some of those artists you know, I guess in some book somewhere, some jazz historian probably wrote down about some of these people. But it's never going to be the information that we get when we watch him go into each one of these uh, jazz performers and give, give us insight into who these people were. That is the power of oral tradition. That's, that was one example. I had another example for you. Oh, some of these indigenous people, the black American people that are finding out that they're not African and there's no harm in that, there's no slight in that. They're just finding out that they're from this United States. And my point is that when people say, well, how do you know that that's the truth and blah, 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 blah. What they say is, I know from my grandmother. And you know all these people say, oh, ha, 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 oh, black Americans, Indian grandmother. No, we do have Indian grandmothers because we're Indian. And they have stories, stories, the family stories. When you listen to, gosh, I don't remember this woman's name, but I think she's one of the, uh, I might not be saying right, I want to say it right, Washita's from California. And she's, a, I think her title is chief. And she, even in one of her interviews, was explaining um, how she got the title chief, even being a woman. And that blew me away. If I can find these interviews, gosh, I'm just very tired right now. I can't find everything. But uh, you guys can look this up on, on YouTube. And listening to her and her oral tradition of what she remembered from her black Indian grandfathers and all of this stuff, we, we, we have first accounts of real history, you know? And then in my blog, I was talking about um, the UAP. Well, I was alluding to it. I didn't name him, but he's definitely a source in my bibliography in terms of what I study from Mud Flood, the UAP channel. Anyway, he one day did this whole video on uh, the looking up the older videos of people that were supposedly there right after slavery, right? And they were telling of, they were supposed to be really old, but he realized that they weren't as old as they were pretending to be. And they were 
basically lying about their memories. Gosh, I wish, this is just a wish. I can't tell anybody what to do. But that channel, um, what's her name? Ghost, Body Ghost. Um, she does the, um, she does the body language. I wish she would go through some of those old videos, especially the mud flood stuff and, and talk about their body language and see if they're lying or if they're telling the truth. Cause you really can't, I've learned a lot by watching her videos. Anyway, you really can tell, um, a lot about the, the fact from the fiction, from the oral storytelling. And you also can tell, no matter how good an actor somebody is, I think it's pretty e easy to tell if they're lying or if it's true. When it's true, is a ringing in your ears. And that oral tradition of truth is going to determine our future, how we listen to it, what we're able to derive from it, what we're able to say, okay, what's this, we're, you know, whatever we come to as a result of observing that and really studying and going into it, that is the future, Ooh, is the future of humanity. So I guess what I'm saying is, um, I kind of feel like this, I just want to talk a little bit about the Miss Marvel, uh, um, Captain Marvel thing. I don't want to be cruel or kick anybody when they're down. I really don't. I just happen to, I know a lot of people say, oh, the character wasn't great before. You know, I actually was very intrigued about that character. I'm intrigued about a lot of characters that people overlook and I see things in them and I would want to bring it out. And then that's why I have a problem when somebody just thinks they can just take an idea f that I have and they're going to just do something and they don't understand the point or the execution, you're going to have a problem. Um, but one of the things I, I really liked, I liked that character. And um, what did I want to say about it? Um, what did I want to say about us? God, I have so much on my my mind is going a thousand, it's just leaping. Um, but, oh, I was saying that this is like acting's uh, American Idol moment. And I mean that in the sense that I think, like a lot of people laugh at American Idol for various different reasons, and some of them deserved, okay, or it's been around a long time or whatever. But really... No matter what you thought about Simon or these other people, America kind of began to develop some kind of ability to be like, okay, just I'm I'm just talking about in terms of judgment, not doesn't matter who the individual is, they just have a way of now they have a criteria for listening. There was a cultivate a nationwide cultivation where you know, people that didn't know anything about it, like, you know, like they could hear a well-produced record and be like, yeah, so-and-so can sing. And they don't know whether it's because the record is produced well or whether the person could really sing. And I think now 
people are, have developed a discernment where singing and possibly almost, but not quite, music is concerned. Even people in rap, they, they may not know anything about uh, music at all, but they'll be like, nah, this, that, that's trash. You know, oh no, that's good. It's like they have something where they know kids that might not know anything be like, oh no, no, oh she took so and so's flow or whatever. You know, they there there's um there's some knowledge there about what they're looking at and what they're listening to, right? So I think almost through this phase that we've had of like I hate to say this, I know a lot of people might take it the wrong way, but I'm sorry, I'm a truth teller and I'm just gonna tell it the way that I see it and I try to be as kind as I can. But we have had, I would say, maybe two to three decades of serious nepotism. I don't know if it's the satanic network. I don't know what it is. But where some people just get whatever they get for whatever reasons and it has nothing to do with the craft. Putting it like that, okay? And one of the positive things, see, I'm looking for the positive thing about that. Is that, and this is so awesome, and I knew it was going to come, and if you read my my not-so-private blog that I was doing in this phone prior to me getting on WordPress and having my anchor radio show, I was writing about this in 2015 and 2016. I said that exactly what's happening right now was going to happen and nobody believed me because it was so far in advance. But the point is that the audience now has a level of discernment. They have a level of discernment where they know in themselves when they're hearing something that's not healthy or that is deleterious to the human condition and they're like, this is affecting me on some level and I don't like it. Or um, something about someone or, or some aspect of performance or about the piece does not resonate with them, they're going to talk about it. And they're able, they're empowered to talk about it now in ways that they never could before because they just didn't have a clue. People were kind of just, you know what it is? I think it's the advent of social media and YouTube where people can actually have an opinion, you know, that um, now that they realize that they have an opinion, and that it does count, even if they're not famous, even if they're not rich, even if they're not influential, they are influential just because they are the consumer. What they think and what they feel about something, which is a product being marketed to them, that it does count. And so I think that is also another statement on why um, what we're seeing with the censorship in the, uh, what do you call it, Rotten Tomatoes, I was like, why, gosh, these people are really going off and they won't stop talking about this. They won't stop talking about Rotten Tomatoes. You know, they won't stop talking about this movie. Okay, all right, whatever. We've had this happen before, whatever. And I see now that this is the audience 
saying, this is our opinion, and it counts. And for the first time, uh, it really does count. Because there's a venue for them to be heard. If these voices were not heard, then it wouldn't matter. But because the playing field is more even, Mm -hmm. and now uh, a teenager's comment on Twitter or on a social media could be seen and be relevant to other people in their demographic who is the target audience, that tweet might be seen just as much as any kind of um, critic from a magazine or, you know, like even, you know, a shell or, or whoever that has that ability to give the official assessment, you know, like you might see in the newspaper or a magazine, it might be written, you know, so-and-so of the whatever says this, this, and this. It used to be that only those cherry-picked persons, say that fast five times, anyway, only those cherry-picked persons, um, what they thought was only used to be relevant. Only what they thought and what they wrote on certain websites, that used to be it. But now that, like I said, you have diff- all kinds of diverse teenagers all over the world. And, you know, they got nothing to do but be on top of all these movies. Do you know what I mean? Because kids, not only they have the the money to buy their own ticket and just be really... Uh, autonomous about what they like and what they don't like they have the ability to have a very powerful influential voice on products in the way that they never have before and I think that this is an important moment for um, us to look at this happening in terms of uh, I don't know what they call that social history or pop culture that that we're having a moment you know I don't know if we can all see it yet because we're not we're not moved past beyond it but we are having a moment where we are seeing that um public opinion is important and so um how this all turns out is going to be extremely extremely interesting um, going forward, it, it's bigger than Captain Marvel because this is a commentary on our society. If people truly deny that we are in a pivotal time that's determining the fate of humanity, and they, there's a lot of people that don't take that seriously, but if we are unable to speak about something as supposedly trivial as a movie, if we can't even post our feelings and that has to be censored, that is going to tell us whether we're really winning. No matter what any, any channel is out here saying, oh, we're winning. Oh, you know, if we can't post how movie reviews, how are we really going to be able to post what we feel about candidates or society, or anybody, or anything. 
So I feel like that this is like a litmus test. And it's something for us to look at how our society gets through this moment and whether um, we are allowed to really have this moment in its truth, whatever its impact is, you know, because you know what? Nobody's perfect. So what somebody has a bad role or it's a bad casting or it's a bad mood, whatever. We've had that before. We've had really... I don't know if anybody remembers Nothing But Trouble. (laughs) That movie, I was like really young and I was like, what the hell is this? I got to get me at, let me get my money back. That was like the first movie that I ever went to willingly. That I was like, let me get up out of here and get these two hours, two minutes of my life back, you know? And it's kind of like, um, we we all were going to see whether we are allowed as a people to retain the power of the sovereignty and the the right to have a voice, whatever it may be saying. Because like I said, we've had bad movies before. Bad movies come and go. So if this is just if this is made into such a big deal and um we're not allowed to have that voice then we it is truly the biggest most contemporary test of whether corporations truly have humanity and society on lockdown if anyone is in denial we are going to know by the end of this a couple months after Captain Marvel is no longer in the theaters, we are going to know if the corporations run everything and if we really still ever had a voice. And I think that's interesting to everyone. One more little piece of comic news. One more piece and uh, we will go in with Ethan again on one more piece. What's going on with the censorship? No matter what's happening, are we being censored? Here we go. Starring Brie Larson, who has decided that she is an activist rather than an actress. And she's out there talking about, uh, I don't know, differentiating between uh, people of color and white males. Uh, the people who are in her press pool, who are allowed to follow her around on her junket, her junkie junket, and talk about uh, and do all the reporting on Captain Marvel. This has, of course, resulted uh, in a backlash from fandom. Uh, they don't like racism. They don't like this kind of uh, sexist bigotry out of Brie Larson. And they have let it be known in any way that they possibly can. Uh, we're talking about it here on YouTube, on Twitter. And there's a website called Rotten Tomatoes, which is a review aggregate, movie review aggregate site uh, that, um, I don't know, lets you know about upcoming movies. It's going to collect all the reviews once they come in and average them out so you know whether or not Captain Marvel is bad or just terrible. Uh, And also, there's an opportunity for you guys to say, look, I'm interested in going to see this movie or click the other box. I'm not interested in going to see this movie. Or there was, there used to be that. It's called the want to see, the want to see feature of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, unfortunately for uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I suppose, they had to deal with this incredibly awful controversy in which Captain Marvel was overrun with people registering their displeasure with Brie Larson's behavior by clicking the don't want to see. I don't want to see Captain Marvel. Terrible, terrible that these people were doing this. 
Uh, of course, it drove down Captain Marvel's want to see score to 26% before suddenly, Sunday evening, Rotten Tomatoes pulled the plug on the whole thing. Uh, you know, it, look, it probably would have hit 0% eventually. Uh, 0% want to see Captain Marvel the way the votes were coming in. Everybody was clicking, I don't want to see uh, Captain Marvel. Rotten Tomatoes suddenly, inexplicably, pulled the plug and then made this uh, great big excuse about how, oh, this is all part of an overhaul. This is an overhaul to Rotten Tomatoes. It has nothing to do, nothing at all to do with Disney. It has nothing to do with Captain Marvel. We were, I'm sure we were just going to do this anyway. And, and that's part of what's happening here. Rotten Tomatoes is now lying, actively lying. This happened last night. Um, Rotten Tomatoes president, we didn't change the site to protect Captain Marvel. Users will no longer be able to leave a review for a movie that hasn't yet hit theaters, among other changes. I don't know what this is right here. Uh, I didn't know people were able to leave a movie review uh, for a movie that hadn't come out yet. Uh, I think the main issue with stake was this want to see feature that allowed people to decide and let other people know whether they were interested uh, in going to see this movie or were not. And this was something that applied all across the board. You could click, I want to see uh, Citizen Kane. Uh, I don't want to see, um, what's a, what's an awful movie? Um, I don't want to see, uh, I don't know, any random Transformers movie. I'm sorry, I don't like them. I don't like these Transformers movies. Maybe Bumblebee, uh, but Transformers, no. Uh, listen, they took it down. They got tired of it. Uh, it was, uh, I think Disney got scared uh, and kind of said, hey, look, yeah, you guys, uh, we've had to downgrade our, our opening weekend box office expectations now four times. Uh, let's let's stop these guys from kind of getting the word out that this movie is uh, unpopular with normal people, with non-SJWs. Uh, now that they've done that, they are denying uh, that it happened. They're denying their motivation for doing this. Uh, and also they're lying about what the issue was. It wasn't about people leaving a review for a movie they hadn't seen. It was about people downvoting the idea, uh, expressing a lack of enthusiasm for going to see the movie on opening weekend. So review site, Rotten, this site here, uh, this is CNET.com. They're going to assist. They're going to assist Rotten Tomatoes in perpetuating the lie. Brie Larson, look at this cheerful. Can you imagine? Sunshine. Sunshine on my shoulder makes me miserable. Oh my God, just bleakness. Blank face, plank of wood. Brie Larson stars as Captain Marvel in the upcoming Marvel movie. The film has received numerous negative comments on Rotten Tomatoes from site users who had not seen it, but referenced Larson's comments about wanting diverse critics. Uh, it's not just that she wanted diverse critics, it's that she uh, wanted fewer white males, she said, which was weird. A review site Rotten Tomatoes is instituting some changes, leading many to believe it's responding to the recent controversy over the site's Captain Marvel page. But Paul Yanover, president of Fandango, which owns the site, told CNET that that's not the whole story. It isn't, Paul. Uh, in case you were uh, snapped away by Thanos in an Avengers Infinity War and thus missed the recent controversy, here's a recap. Captain Marvel doesn't come out until March 8th. Users were already leaving negative comments about the film on Rotten Tomatoes. A process dubbed review bombing. Uh, many recent comments seem to come from those who are angry at star Brie Larson. Uh, the changes are not simply a reaction to, oh gee, uh, there's so much noise created around certain movies, Yanover said. Uh, yes, some adjustments are aimed at what he calls noise reduction uh, when high profile films such as Captain Marvel or Star Wars movies attract trolls with agendas. By the way, the only trolls with agendas are Disney and these wackadoos right here. Are you kidding me?
I mean, thank you for introducing us to the president of Fandango, but this is the president. This is the president of Rotten Tomatoes right here. Uh, yeah, there is an agenda. There is a feminist agenda associated with this movie, and you can see it everywhere you go. You can see these people actively campaigning to make sure that uh, dissenting voices against this movie, people who are saying this movie looks kind of weird. This movie, it seems to have a little bit of, little little nudge of activism behind it. A little SJW, little a SJWism behind this film. Uh, it's a little bit weird, it's a little bit peculiar, and people are now responding to Brie Larson who's out there acting as though she's a politician uh, rather than an actress promoting a popcorn flick. It's a little odd. So this is all this is all a lie. This idea that like you guys you guys close this down uh, for no particular reason. The timing um, you know doesn't really mean anything. It might seem peculiar, but uh, no, there's something to it. This is this is part of a, a long-term site strategy. Uh, that, and that site strategy is to shut people out. Oh, yeah. We're going to find out what the heck is going on uh, with this celeb news. If I was only this one this person, is an intuitive opinion on everything that's going on with uh, prejudice, bigotry, misogyny, all these themes that we're seeing. Uh, and that's why, that's where here she goes. Stepping back. And maybe, if they're smart enough, discipline themselves to step back and to stop talking about stupid shit on YouTube. Because all I have been seeing is talking mad shit of a lot of shit. And then, yeah, a lot of people bite their tongue, you know, a lot of things about politics, a lot of things about celebrities, a lot of things about a lot of things. And maybe time to step back and think about what you're saying. Because it represents your thoughts. And when every time you talk out about, oh, it's because of this, oh, it's because of that, you're, you're already saying everything what you're thinking. But it's scattered. It's not... Uh, it's not organized. It's not like, oh, I know, but I'm not this. I know about that, but I'm not that. I'm not really racist. I'm not against genders or against certain things. No, people are not like, they're scattered all over the place saying, it's this, it's that, it's still this, it's still that. It hasn't changed. But then, once a, a, a month starts coming in, such as April, and then that passes, I think forced change is going. Forced change is going to happen. And maybe not a lot of people are going to be ready for it. Because I I do remember the past years, it's just. We have been seeing a lot of people uh, getting away with things easy. But these people are celebrities. So we look at that and we're like, well, they're celebrities. They can get away with it because of money. But then now it's to a point. Now it's going to another level of something else. Of who cares about your money. or your money can't save you, something like that. Because when people focus too much on money, 
and how how money will you know save you or something that that concept is gonna just go that concept is gonna leave that thought process is gonna go about money gonna save you all of these things that's happening now is trying to get people's thought process and saying money not gonna save you that's it It's not the money, it's the discipline. It's the responsibility of your own goddamn self. And then that will hit what and who hard as hell. It will hit people spoiled as hell, spoiled brats, I would say, depending on the money to save their ass. And then guess what? They don't have that. They will not have that. And then again, this this big transformation happening with people that used to be spoiled is not not going to be out of actually interacting uh, with the films and giving feedback, much needed feedback, believe me, uh, to Hollywood. Larson drew fire in part for telling Marie Claire magazine that she had noticed the critics covering her films were overwhelmingly white male. What can I tell you? Us white dudes, we love superhero movies. We love them. We don't like to be excluded from the opportunity of seeing superhero movies, and we don't like to be told that we don't matter when it comes to the box office receipts of superhero movies. And yet, after that was confirmed by USC studies, she said, moving forward, I decided to make sure my press days were more enclosed at. Uh, she's also spoken out to support underprivileged girls seeing the film. That's Wow, this is something else. Actually, what she's doing is she's advocating box office or charities uh, called the Captain Marvel Challenge. Charities in quotes uh, that were set up kind of in a very suspicious way. They're all they all seem to be grassroots, um, uh, but they're all connected at the heart. And what they are is they're collecting eighteen dollars. Uh, they're collecting money um, to send um, uh, underprivileged, starving, hungry, uh, impoverished girls to see Captain Marvel at full ticket price. They're actually collecting money. Disney couldn't just get it together enough to donate the money to send underprivileged girls to see Captain Marvel for free, if that's so important. No, these charities are literally box office uh, uh, grossing. They're, they're, they're collecting money for Captain Marvel's box office. This money, uh, which is given out of the kindness of people's heart, people who are uh, a little confused about what they're doing, I would say, uh, is going straight into Disney's box office. And the girls, the underprivileged girls, quote unquote, are just a means to an end. Uh, and that is kind of odd. That is kind of suspicious. And then you've got Brie Larson out there going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, out on TV talking about promoting the Captain Marvel Challenge charities that collect money to send underprivileged girls to go see Captain Marvel for free, even though uh, all of that money uh, buys tickets at full box office price that goes straight over to Disney. You've got her talking about how, yeah, these underprivileged girls, what they really need to do is see a real uh, a real powerful woman like myself. That's gonna change everything for them. Not a sandwich, not clothes, not shoes, not a better education, not medicine, anything like that. They need a two hour movie, a two and a half hour movie starring me. They need to look at me for a little while. Uh, listen, Brie Larson is a profoundly strange human being. I think that's been established throughout this movie. She is very, very weird, kind of hostile, kind of odd and people want to register uh somewhere they just want to let people know somewhere uh that they're not happy with her behavior look at her yeah girls should come see me yeah this is what we want we want a lot of poor kids with this look on their face watching 
Brie Larson, this woman here, punching 80-year-old women on the subway. That's really what we need to, uh, to collect money for. We need kids to see that in a dark room uh, while they have empty bellies. Rotten Tomatoes here is lying. Rotten Tomatoes is now part of some weird uh, Disney conspiracy. And th th there's nothing new about this. Disney does this all the time. Back in 2017, Disney ordered a blacklisting against the Los Angeles Times because they didn't like uh, they didn't like the coverage of, of uh, what they were saying about Disney. And so they actually actively leaned on and pressured a news outlet, a media outlet, to make them change their whole attitude. You don't think that's what's going on right here? Of course it is. Fortunately, the people rose up and pressured Disney, and Disney backed down. Uh, they had to. I mean, you know, this this is becoming a monopoly that is way too powerful. Uh, they have not only are they are they leaning towards social justice at this point and filling their movies with all kinds of weirdo, wacko, far left progressive agenda, uh, but they're also bullying the media. And this has to stop. There's a precedent for this. It's happened. It's happening right now. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, is actually complying. They're compliant. Uh, to Disney, they are removing. Uh, they are removing the opportunity for us, the fans, um, to actually let Disney know that we don't like any of this, that we don't like how this is going. In response, Rotten Tomatoes does exactly what they say. They take down the want to see aspect of their site, the interactive opportunity for fans to tell movie producers and Hollywood that they're not interested in this, that they're not happy about the way this movie is going. Uh, they only care Hollywood. Disney only cares about their bottom line. They only care about having a big opening weekend. And they know the big opening weekend is vital because probably the second weekend isn't going to do so good. Not after word gets out that this movie has very little to do with Avengers Endgame. Uh, you don't need to see this movie in order to see the next Avengers movie. Uh, that deception is what is keeping them hopeful uh, that people are going to feel uh, forced. Uh, you know, they're going to feel coerced to see this movie in the box office next weekend. Um, they don't need to. They don't need to. So this is a first week. Really, they got to hit it hard in the first week. Now, Rotten Tomatoes is now uh, complying to them and then lying to us about it. We didn't do it because of Captain Marvel. Well, that's weird. That's weird. The timing was odd. You couldn't have waited another couple of weeks before you made this drastic change. You yanked it in the middle of the night without warning uh, on Sunday. And here you are two days later after incredible response from people uh, complaining, people shocked that you would do this, that you would sell your credibility to Disney. Uh, the way that you did, lying about it, lying about it. Uh, good for you. Uh, look, we're all keeping our eye on you. I mean, our voices uh, will be heard on social media. Our voices, we still talk to each other. We've got YouTube. We've got Twitter. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes was really nice. But uh, if you're part of the conversation now, that's your fault. You've made yourself part of the conversation. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, let me know what you think about this video in the comments below. Please, get, uh, I read them all. I read all your comments. Uh, and I respond usually to direct questions at me. So if you want to have, if you have a question for me, I'll probably answer it. Also, please uh, subscribe, R you know, ring the bell for notifications. Check and make sure you're still subscribed. YouTube is randomly unsubscribing people. Uh, it's part of the algorithm, I hope. Uh, just a mistake, but just make sure you're still subscribed. Ring that bell for notifications and please like this video and share it. Thank you very much, guys. Glad to have you uh, in, in the family here as a part of the family as we continue to watch this weird phenomenon with Disney. Uh, first it was Star Wars and now it's Captain Marvel. Well, there was Ghostbusters 2016, uh, you know, before that. But we're going to watch uh, them. Maybe, uh, maybe we're all going to learn the same lesson again together. Uh, I don't know if it's going to take or not, but we'll, uh, we will, we will watch it together. We'll, I'll keep track of it here at Comic Artist Pro Secrets for you. Thanks, everybody. Bye.
hey, I got a P.O. Box. Want to send me some mail? Send it to Ethan Van Skyver, P.O. Box 607, Marlton, New Jersey, 08053. And I'll probably open it up on the live stream. Thanks very much, everyone. Hey, want to follow me on Twitter? Are you sure? Well, if so, I'm at Ethan Van Skyver. That's at Ethan Van Skyver. See you there. Join the fandom menace and execute your own Order 66 with our incredible line of t-shirts. Soy Low, a Soy Wars story. Tico, a Soy Wars story. And our brand new smoking hot Soy Wars Plan 9. Make a statement today. This is the only trilogy you'll ever need. The link is below in the description. If you enjoyed this video and want to become part of this community, subscribe to this channel by clicking the Laughing Man Face logo right on your screen. Ring the bell for notifications as well. You'll never miss a live chat. And stay tuned, another video by Comic Artist Pro Secrets is coming right up. This might be like kind of like I have a sense of return of uh return of the back in the days type of thing. The return of back in the days when people weren't spoiled. They're gonna wait for you. <laughs> Are you coming back? Is she coming back? I don't know. I feel like we're waiting in the uh, in the jungle. Uh, well. Oh, she's back. If you're procrastinating for long, it's not gonna be for long. So no choice. But uh, procrastination leads to not doing anything just maybe wondering pondering all the time constantly um wondering what to do but I, i'm telling you already what's going to happen if if no one does do anything if no one does do their part or if no one does something well change is going to happen that's all i'm saying Maybe, maybe people are not changing. Maybe people are still in the old ways of thinking. It's kind of like old ways of thinking, man. You gotta go. And then maybe not a lot of people are gonna like that. Don't sound like they do. 
lot of people maybe going to be bitter or sour about, oh my God, no, these people are, you know, angry about me because I'm still talking about the old ways of thinking. Maybe that's the, that, maybe that's the truth. I guess I'm done here. I'm not really, you know, focusing on who wants to say what because that's not even gonna happen. It's not really gonna be like that once April starts. Past. I gotta start talking about this stuff because I'm gonna wanna, like, you know, remember. Maybe I'm gonna wanna remember what what is what what this experience of what's happening right now. I'm having some serious synchronicity and it's not profound and yet it is. I'm just, not only am I remembering, but uh, I'm looking back at my own work and seeing what my subconscious saw, which now I'm seeing consciously. So how do I uh, clarify that? I'm eating my soup. I'm so sorry. Um, so I had random artwork, cartoon work of characters that I was drawing. I was creating a world. This might have been almost 10 years ago. And I... Re- was looking up Lemurians just now. And some of the depictions of the characters were exactly like what I drew. And I never knew what a Lemurian was when I drew that. Okay, last night, drawn to some information about crystals. Wasn't even looking at anything on crystals. I was looking at... um, Archons, and I thought of um, the three villains in um, Superman 2. And then I saw the crystals and I saw Antarctica again. That did something to me. I was in the water the other day, and whatever my. I know something about space. I know something about the nature of space. I can't consciously tell you what it is, but I know what it's like. And instead of me trying to explain it, I realized that I could simulate or capture visual images of what I believe it to be or what I've seen in my subconscious. And I captured it in the video in the pool. That's it. And those are the cosmic waters. And that's the circle. And then despite the propaganda, the recent Michael Jackson propaganda, I didn't want to be redundant and report the same stuff that everybody else was doing. But there was something significant. And I was led right to it. 
and that was the cover of the Victory album, the Jackson's album, Victory Cover, where they are depicted, I hope nobody takes this wrong, and I'm not idol-worshipping, I mean, they are depicted as gods. I'm not talking about necessarily how they look. I'm talking about their auras. So powerful. Even in the drawing. And then the glow. There's something about that glow. I can't even explain it all. But it was the same in the background. They're on that highway. And then there is that egg right in the center or Stargate or whatever it is that you want to call it center of a galaxy something whatever you want to call it it's there it's in the picture and then I looked at my own work and I was looking at my photography and that's what I was trying to capture this whole time that's that's what I was trying to I saw it's like it's telling me something I have so much stuff right now that I'm trying to make sense of that I can't even tell it all to you right now but it's it's significant and it's all there and it's really it's really right in front of us all of it is right in front of us I don't know how much time we really have uh, based on these people's plans why we're being allowed to even still know this stuff and they're not freaking out I mean, I guess they're like, oh, so what are you going to do with it? I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with it. But I know there's got to be other people in the world. Just look through, look through my photographs again. Look at it all. Maybe you guys will see something that I'm missing. I hope you do. But I am seeing... That photography that people were so interested in when I was doing it, of myself. I was really photographing myself as I was in prior lifetimes. What I looked like, how I was, my state of being. When I look at those photographs, it's a person that I've been and also the person that I am yet to be once I remember. I'm just gonna keep looking. So um, this is just all I can speak about is intuition and uh, some advice not for anyone not to get tied down to globe earth or flat earth. It's not worth fighting about. We have so many other things to be concerned about. And the thing is that that is going to be revealed to us very soon. So there's no sense in fighting each other over it, making fun of each other, or having to prove anything unequivocally. Let's just stack up the evidence and see where it takes us. I'm thinking that there were other continents 
and that they might still be there. I think it's still there. And how do we know it's not being hidden from us? With the people still on it. We don't know. And I suggest investigators look at uh, look at the plane paths traveling the world in the opposite direction. Not just between the United States, Europe, or across to Africa. Excuse me. I'm talking about going the other way. From Asia to uh, Southwest United States. Where are the flights that way? When people will be like, maybe, oh, those are the long, the long routes. Why would we go that way? Do any planes go that way? What do they say about it? Do any boats go that path? I mean, all the paths from the east. And not just, I mean, not just uh, North Asia. I'm talking about the south. Do, can, do we really have the access that we think we have with Google Earth? I don't think so. Anyway, there's more out there. There's more out there. And I'm not sweating it. Because uh, people, um, if you just keep resonating with it, I'm going to give you methods of how to remember. And we can even go through sessions. But, um, it's just going to start occurring to you. It's going to start occurring to a lot of people. The downloads, of, they're blocking the sun because whoever it is that's on our side is sending us this information. It, I think it's just sending us information. And I think the sun is the best way to get that information. So if you live in a region where you have access to the sun, you can get it. And not only that. I don't know what it has to do with Fibonacci sequence, but that same spiral, the same spiral that's on the Jackson's album and that's around that egg in the cosmos, I don't know about everybody's hair pattern, but I've seen enough black babies' hair pattern and my, my male family member's hair pattern and how it grows around in that circle and how it goes around, it's the same exact way. And I even think that there's some, um, what do you call those, crop circles that might have depicted this as well. I definitely, we've seen, it's all about waves. It's all about waves, people. And that's why, that's, there's so much, it's right in our faces, the whole thing about the age of Aquarius. It's, it's waves. And the waves carry information. 
That's all I have to say for now. Whatever it is that I'm looking at, I suggest anybody that's interested in this stuff, jump all over it, write about it. This is where it's at. This is where it's at. It's so exciting. Okay, so we're going in on uh, the function of the pyramids again. Ties in with the crystals, the Lemurian crystals. He just said it right there, ladies and gentlemen. He said, Enjoy. help him explore the mysteries of inner earth. And uh, I believe this is one of the, the books that he wrote. It's either a book or a DVD here. Yeah. Okay. So once again, okay, the government knows what's going on. The government knows the real history of the planet. They know the real history, okay, of this continent that we live on called North America. They know exactly why it's called Turtle Island. Because like I explained, um, the turtle, sea turtle is responsible for creating all uh, two and four-legged life on the planet, okay? All two and four-legged animals, all of their DNA goes back to the sea turtle um, through genetic splicing, okay? So when, when we put that into perspective, they call America Turtle Island because all other continents got their civilization from North America and from what we know as Atlantis. Atlantis is now Antarctica, okay? So we're about to touch on the significance of these crystal beds um, under Mexico's surface, under North America. North and South America have the largest crystal beds, okay, under their surface out of any other land masses on the planet. Um, the same the same uh, scenery you were shown in the last video is what exactly what was shown in the Superman um, movie series that came out back in the 70s, the 60s and the 70s, okay? The, 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 the comic book hero Superman, the movie series Superman, was very deep, people. It basically explained the true power of the crystals, okay? the true power of certain stones and crystals. Every stone and crystal carries a certain vibration with it, okay? What, uh, however the crystal was formed, however the crystal was created, the crystal is gonna embody that energy, okay? So it's either going to help the carrier or it's going to uh, harm the carrier, depending on what energy the crystal holds. And this Superman movie character, this Superman, it, it personified that, okay? Because what was his <clears throat> what was his weakness? His weakness was a stone known as kryptonite, okay? It basically showed the truth of the crystal beds being held, okay, to going towards inner earth, under the earth's surface, and it basically showed the real power of these crystals, okay? And what was Superman's real name? His real name was Cal L. Cal L. Okay, I explained that in an earlier lecture. Ka, the two first letters of this Cal is Ka. Ka is the embodiment of the spirit. Okay, Ka is the spirit. L, okay, representing the L gods, okay, that were responsible for genetic splicing on this whole planet that we live on, okay? Cal El is an El God, 
that originated from the planet Saturn. Okay, L represents Saturn. And this deity right here, Superman, represents those gods that were responsible for genetic splicing on the Earth. Okay, so I'm about to touch on um, how deep this Superman character really goes um, when I go ahead and, and, and go towards ending this lecture. But um, I'm going to touch on the significance of these crystals real quick. These crystals, okay, this is selenite right here. This is what you saw in the first video I, I, sh I showed. This is selenite crystals. And these uh, selenite crystals are being found under pyramid structures, okay? This is what your government is not telling you. Many forms of crystals, including these, uh, these selenite beds under the surface of Earth, they're being found under, okay, these, uh, these pyramid structures, okay? And if you do your research, every time our government goes to war with a certain country, I can guarantee you that that country had pyramid structures, okay, that had crystal beds under those pyramids. So, you, you know, I have people asking, you know, why do they need so much bloodshed? Why do, uh, why every year the, the government basically finds another country to label the boogeyman so we can go in and, and invade and take their resources? Why? Why? Because it all ties back to the pyramid structures, okay, uh, that, are, that are basically on top of these crystal beds. This is why the pyramids emit their electromagnetic energy. It's all stemming from the uh, crystal beds, people. Okay, this is why the warlocks that control uh, the government around the earth, that control all of the, the country's uh, armies, militaries, this is why they need bloodshed. This is why they need war. This is why war is such big business. I don't give a fuck who they say the bad guy is. I don't give a fuck uh, what kind of false flag, what kind of inside job they say happened. Um, it all ties back to these crystal beds being found under these uh, pyramid structures, okay? So these pyramids were built by our ancestors to store uh, these crystals, okay, that were very powerful, okay? And it started in North America. This right here is a pyramid in uh, in Arizona in the Grand Canyon, okay? Over 200,000 years old. And this is another pyramid structure found in Pyramid Lake, Nevada. Pyramid Lake, Nevada, over 250,000 years old, okay? Both of these pyramids that you see uh, that are in North America, they survived the pole shift. That's why there's so much water erosion around them because they survived a pole shift, okay? So when we really look at what the pyramids really symbolize, why our ancestors really built these pyramids all across the earth, the pyramids are 
built to uh, to harness electromagnetic energy from inner Earth and to shoot that electromagnetic energy, okay, back out into stargates in the atmosphere of the Earth, okay? The pyramids are somewhat cosmic penises, okay? That's what the pyramids are. The Greeks didn't understand electromagnetic energy, so the Greeks named the pyramids Mount Mountains of Fire, Mountains of Fire. That's why you say Pyra, Pyramid, Pyramid, Fire, Fire in the middle. Okay, that's what the pyramid means, Fire in the middle. The Greeks didn't understand electromagnetic energy, okay? So that's where you get the word pyramid, but these pyramids were built to harness the electromagnetic energy from inner earth and to shoot that energy back out into stargates in the earth's atmosphere, okay? That's what they were built for. And that's why you find crystal beds under these pyramids. That's why our government goes to war every other goddamn year and kills innocent people because it's all a goddamn distraction. You see, it's all a distraction from, um, it's basically used to disguise the warlocks, okay? These are warlocks that murder people on a scale of hundreds of thousands to millions, all to harvest crystals. These are, these are evil warlocks, okay? The Zionist Jews are evil warlocks. And it's all about the crystals under these pyramid structures. And the pyramid structures were built the same reason that ants, the same reason that ants build here uh build ant mounds okay same reason why ants build ant hills okay the same reason that the the ant the ant and the bee are very 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 significant animals on the planet the the ants were held in high regards okay to our ancestors as well they were basically personified as the perfect creature on earth Jesse Smiley look a whole lot like Malcolm X, but I know them brothers minding their business and selling them bean pies. Jesse Smiley out here lying more than 21 sass, but he ain't telling no little white lies. He telling the opposite of white lies. This fool out here lying on white folks. He had to know they was gonna investigate his ass. I guess he figured cause he light skinned he ain't have to worry about the police. But I'm trying to tell y'all, the more they investigate, the more they gonna find out about these black Hollywood parties. And you over there holding that little teacup, accusing me of doing that girl of gossiping and spilling tea. But we don't spill tea over here, we spill Hennessy. And right about now, I'm about to pour a whole pint of Hennessy all over your areolas. Now listen y'all, this boy play on the show, that's on the Fox Network. And we all know how Fox do black folk. It says here, it's a possibility. They paying this boy top dollar to keep black folks down. Now think about this. He's a black celebrity that worked for Fox. Talking about he got beat up by some Trump supporters. Then he sent his homeboys to the liquor store with his credit card. Looking like Killmonger and T'Challa to buy some shit to kidnap him with. They found bleach and nooses all in them niggas' houses. Now he's trying to get basketball players involved. Talking about Draymond Green was at the scene. Well, why he ain't lie on Clay Thompson? Now here's a picture of them boys walking over to Jason Smellett's house. And when they got inside, they found his ass laid up in the bed with Justin Timberlake. Like I said, George's cartoons to pass their lesser magic. And I'm gonna expose a lot of things. 
You may not like the entire video, but I'm going to show you some stuff that I always talk about. I'm going to show you the consistency and the nature of this stuff. And um, we're going to bring it out. We're going to definitely bring them out. Just random notes here and there, a little scattered, but very effective. And I'm going to prove that Spider-Man is indeed at least a character reincarnation of Aleister Crowley. What? Okay. Yes, I said it, Alistair Crowley. I'm gonna show you. Um, don't take these cartoons lightly, man. <laughs> I do. Elites love lesser magic, and your mind relaxes with animation. That's when they attack you on a subconscious level. But we're gonna stay on watch because a lot of their agenda is hidden in this stuff. All right, let's go over the release date. Now, December 14th. Very esoteric day. The numbers are there. We don't worship numbers. We expose them. It's a difference. Okay? Now, it was released on December the 14th. 12-14. That can break down into 2 4 four, two. And we know what that means for people that understand how Dramatria works. All right? It pertains to African-Americans, Blacks, a lot of times. Right? It can turn into 3-5, 35, deception oh numbers. That was in the media a lot. Or we can just add them up, get 77. That's another number. Or you can multiply them, get 1,470, 47, 711. And you can just do the reverse at the bottom. You get your 8, your 12, your 9, 6, your royal arcs. So this is the nature of what's going on. And that's why I say we don't worship it, we expose it. Now you know what they're doing. If you go into it, if you're gonna watch it just to get to get a, a gist of what's going on, oh, you know no. the rhythm. Okay? Spider-Man is Alistair Crowley. What? Now. I had to blow that scene up because okay. every still shot they put on Google has an esoteric message. And I was just shaking my head looking at this stuff. All right, two fingers up, three fingers down. All right, he actually is the one who actually coined the peace sign. I'm gonna get to that too. I make myself invisible. Aleister Crowley had a fetish with invisibility. And guess what? Spider-Man's power, he didn't know he had, was invisibility. All right, so right. you gotta understand, all these comic writers have backgrounds in esoteric knowledge, especially Stan Lee. All right, now look at that picture. That's Tomu's. He's posing like Tomu's. If you don't get this picture, I can't help you. Okay, that's a dead arm. And when I saw it, I just shook my head like, these kids don't know what they're watching, man. All right, and that's Tomu's posing. All right, the cross you see everybody wearing, that belongs to Tomu's, all right? Goes back to Mesopotamia. You see? Semiramis, Nimrod. The ceremony I've been showing you consistently for a while now, haven't veered from what I said, goes back to Mesopotamia, Babylon, the origin of all religions, the crescent moon star. There's Tammuz with his cross, just like the scriptures tell you, you know, everything goes back to Babylon, Mesopotamia. All right. Don't get Babylon, the land confused with Babylon, the nation. It'll throw you off. All right. And there you go. You got Catholics weeping for Tammuz unknowingly. Ash Wednesday, the mark of Tammuz. <laughs> All right? Once you say religion, you lost my, you know what I'm saying, lost my attention because I ain't with it. It's about the culture, a nation. Now, the reason Aleister Crowley looks like all these Catholic priests because their rituals come from Mesopotamia, ancient Mesopotamia, Babylon. You got the pastor in the middle. You got the pastor on the end who looks like he's from Baywatch, you know, Pablo Escobar. And a G-string. You got Alistair down there who looks just like the, the, the priest. You know, you got him in his Target pajamas over there. 
It's all the same, man. All the same recycled garbage. Dysfunctional, functioning family. Now, I'm going to show you some stuff that blew my mind a while back, but then I started doing more research, and hey, it is what it is. You can't tell who that is, but let me blow it up for you. Alistair Crowley got a baby, y'all. Had a few of them, from my understanding. Yup. You better believe it. Ooh, Family jeans are strong. Look at <laughs> You got the same face. You got them eyes, girl, like your daddy. <laughs> you understand? And if you look at it good, to me, she looks a little bit like Duck Hunt. You got Mario Brothers, oh, and um, you got a um, little uh, bird right there with his eyes wide. And they all look alike to me. You know what I mean? Maybe not you, but to me, they do. All right? Yeah, Marvin looking like your, your granddaddy, your great-granddaddy. You got your great-granddaddy's eyes. And this fool right here got all his, his great-granddaddy's eyes. You know, nothing more American than barbecues and baby kittens. These are the people that run this nation, people. These are the people that run this nation. This is the stock they come from. And a lot of people don't understand the character of Uncle Fester is played off Alistair Crowley. That's a Uncle Fester was a, a creep and a freak. Alistair Crowley was a creep and a freak. The grandfather of the Bushes. All right? And as you can see, she got her daddy's eyes. <laughs> you know, Fester. Fester's that girl's daddy. Yeah. On this edition of Maury. Alistair Crowley. Hollywood sex magic. Alistair was a lover like no other, ladies. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about the alarms. I'm doing this in the crib, relaxing. Um, when it comes to Hollywood occults or influence, you cannot separate Aleister Crowley, Anton Levy, Albert Pike, and Madame Blavatsky. She actually has a center um, uh, in her uh, remembrance that's still in Hollywood. A lot of the foundation of Kabbalistic magic comes from her. Now, Anton Levy kind of modernized satanic worship and lesser magic. And uh, Alistair Crowley was just a freak. They love him. I mean, all those people you Google their names, they're hanging out with stars. And Alistair's book, Sex Magic, doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, who the hell are you going to teach about sex? Like, man, you got to deal with a woman when you have sex. I just can't see you doing good with women, man. So I wouldn't buy the book on sex magic. It's a little deeper than that. It's, it's a lot of occultic knowledge, but that ain't my thing. You know, Israelite don't need no sex magic book. You know what I need? I need an Isley Brothers CD. The best of. You want to see some sex magic? Okay. And check the forecast later on. Make sure I got a box of wine and some oatmeal cream pies. I'm old school with it. Can you dig it? Shoo. And a lot of you guys don't know that the Isley Brothers were the foundation of the Power Rangers. <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> Man, Isley Brothers. Yeah. And then this fool makes a part two, the basic techniques of sex magic. Like the first book was off the chain that girls just wanted a part two, right? Man, Hollywood is crazy, man. And this, all this stuff is inside Spider-Man. And I'm going to show, show you later. I'm just showing you who this nutball is. OTO, Rituals and Sex Magic. A lot of your stars, if you Google OTO Foundation, OTO Order, you'll see a lot of them have those tattoos.
said y'all this was no hate crime this was a make crime he playing with them people at fox news they gonna wind up putting this in jail for real now look at this picture all these black folks that work at fox news best believe jason smullett is getting a check the same way anthony davis is getting two checks because according to my documentation anthony davis and d ray davis they the same exact just look at their faces y'all Justice Smullett said Anthony Davis attacked him from the back because he attacked him from the back first. I got receipts this time. Y'all ain't got no choice but to believe the documentation. I ain't the one that be lying. It be this nigga right here that be telling all them lies. First of all, he not even built like that to be standing outside 3 o'clock in the morning in Chicago. He need to quit playing with these booty bandits and go get murdered or something. I'm tired of this Jason Smellett or whatever his name is. We ain't never gonna get no justice in this country. We ain't never gonna get no justice for Cardi B getting beat up by the police. Biggie Smalls and Tupac still gonna get treated like ketchup and mustard. Lee Daniels still gonna be one of the original BBWs of Atlanta. One thing for sure, Lee Daniels don't give a damn about black folk. He the Hollywood version of Reverend Al Sharpton. He have us on TV looking all types of crazy. But he got that money, and that's why Dan Dash is apologizing. It says here, it hurt his feelings when he wasn't invited to that Rockefeller brunch. And he was hungry. The next day he woke up and apologized to everybody. I don't blame him, cause they had meatball subs, cookies, cake. You know you want to, you might as well subscribe. You know you want to, you might as well subscribe. this luther campbell exposes the hidden shackles in the music industry i don't know let's just see if it's interesting you don't know who luther campbell is man you need to watch this video more than most and then go look up uncle luke luther campbell a pioneer in this game out of florida really changed the way we hear music today in 2019 and was really the door that opened a lot of opportunities up for a lot of the legendary rappers that we see today so i'm not gonna talk to you really see because i thought he was nasty i thought he was one of those people that's like put it on the glass you know but what do i know i don't know uncle luke going in for about 28 minutes in his studio about kanye about slavery about the hidden shackles on us right now prophesizing that as well as in music and the evil in music y'all make sure you hit that like button subscribe and of course leave a comment in the comment section without further ado yeah. let's go i'm just chilling in video hope y'all doing all right i know y'all get ready for the kanye west album <laughs> that man sucking y'all in the buying the motherfucking album lt 36 strawberries that's you lt hey baby What's up, Doc? How y'all feeling? 
I know y'all ready for the fucking uh, Kanye West album. Kanye West got niggas all amped up and shit. He talk about motherfuckers. Ain't this man talk about motherfuckers is don't understand slavery and all that. He don't even realize we still fucking we still in slavery, nigga. What the fuck that? What that got to say about him? We are still. We just got invisible chains on our ass. We don't own no basketball team, we don't own no football team, we don't say Michael Jordan on shit. We don't own no football team. We we got probably one fucking black senator in the whole fucking country. Meanwhile, we claim to be Democrats. I don't even understand that. How we support a bunch of motherfucking oh, people no. who crazy. don't fucking support us. Everybody running out there, oh, what the fuck is Hillary? Nigga, Kanye, dumbass, tell that dumb nigga we Oh no, he's if you shop on Amazon, he's cursing a lot, but he's also saying a lot. And whether I upload it or not, I think he should be heard. I want to enslave. So what they got to say about him? And he fucking the master's daughter. Hey baby, put that on there, niggas. Okay. They got us enslaved in the mind. They teaching us to hate one another. That's fucking slavery right there. They, gotta teach, they teach us to hate one another. Niggas hate niggas all day. We hate each other like a motherfucker. Black man kill the black man that want to kill the people who fucking up our people and they make that nigga the hero. And all of us running around, oh, that nigga the hero. Y'all a kill, kill monger. You make that nigga the hero. So... Niggas is like, oh, that's a great fucking thing. Yes, kill Malcolm X again. Because we're tired of you niggas running around talking this uh, Black Lives Matter, so they got to go make a fucking movie. You talking about Black Lives Matter? To get y'all mind fucked up again to be like, no, no, don't, don't empower yourself. We don't want black people to power, empower themselves. No, whatever you do, don't I, fucking empower. I love his white voice. Whatever you do, don't empower you. I, I think I'm getting caught up in the track bag. Oh, no. So let's see what this person has to say about Speakers. his interview. Oh, we gotta go, we gotta go through some, uh, we gotta go through some commercials. I apologize. Bye, another niggas. Uh, I can't take these N-words, but you know I, I, Y'all niggas. We're gonna we're gonna listen to uh, I'm gonna definitely upload what I uploaded last night, um, which was the true meaning of the Nagars and understanding taking the power back in that word, and understanding that um, when it doesn't matter who is enslaved, you know, slavery is slavery. And maybe these people have some some important things to teach us. Did about. you go get a nigga? No, no. No. We're it doesn't matter where I click on. He's and saying that and word. And now, you expect black people because again, white people ain't supporting black businesses. Last time I checked, you expect them kids, your kids, to then get the support of their black businesses from black people when you fucking do and do it yourself. With, okay. Follow me, and I'm happy with the ones who have their opinion and they're opinionated. I'm happy with the haters that follow. I'm, I, hey, I love it. 
he doesn't care because this is the end, I guess. <laughs> Black, beautiful bodies when they never showed it. Because I got tired of looking at the motherfucking white girls. So oh, no. Right now. Black, beautiful, sculptured body. Oh, no. When we were covering that shit up. That's what I was on, nigga. Motherfucker want to talk that wild shit. When they start showing you, and now, obviously, we done fucking went crazy. Oh, so what he's saying, okay. What he's explaining to you is why he had the naked you know, half-naked black girls in his videos, you know, at the pool party and everything, is he's saying because um, the pop culture at the time only had every other person featured, he wanted to celebrate the uh, beauty of, you know, big butts and all that kind of stuff. So that's fair enough. Fair enough, doc uh, Dr. Luth. Uh, I mean, Luke Campbell. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Here we go. We're going in on uh, the latest uh, Jesse Smollett getting indicted and what that means. We're here on the Star Report with Troy Terrain. Run, Jesse. Run, girl. Oh, no. They coming for you, honey. Oh, no. Yeah, Jesse Smollett. Oh, got no. him. Got him. Yeah, they got him. 16 uh, felony counts, in case you're not up to speed. Oh, no. uh, Jesse Smollett. Oh, no. Can we put some respect on Cook County's name? Cook County in Chicago, the jail, the, 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 well, the county, they're not playing with people. No, they're not. In 2019, um, I'm somewhat up to speed, folks. I'm, a, I'm still a little sick here with the flu, but uh, I am here to, to put it in tonight. <clears throat> Pause. <laughs> Uh, I've got Dana checking in shortly and a few other people as well. So um, just bear with me. I wanted to uh, make sure we uh, discuss this in detail. And I want to do some conspiracies tonight. Yeah, conspiracies. I've got one for you already. Uh, even though I don't do conspiracies. I mean that uh, R. Kelly and Jussie Smollett are going on tour this summer. And this is all a conspiracy. Okay? There you go. Uh, phone lines open right now. I'll get to Super Chat and, um, hang on a second, Cash App as well. All right, uh, according to TMZ, in case you're not up to speed, um, most of these 16 oh, no. felony counts that came down by way of a grand jury indictment are due to Jesse's um, second interview with the, uh, the police. So he actually went in and made it worse for himself. Do you think that he will cop a plea? Well, cop a deal. Cop a deal. Um, also, R. Kelly. What else do we say? It's just, it's looking crazy, but salute to uh, his fans. Um, I got a report here earlier that more than 100 female fans went down to Cook County Jail and were putting female money fans. on his books. And I think he's either close to or will be out um, possibly by Monday, if not tonight. Please keep me up to speed, all right? Um, all right, so let's get Dana on the line. Wow, the fans bailed him out. Wow, those are some good fans. And I got some other people calling in as well. Uh, how are we looking in the live chat? Good evening. Per count? Is that per count? But that's, I hope they did pay him, and that's why he did it, because if if he just did the interview, he has horrible people working for him. And I know they're reaching out. They did reach out to um, Bill Cosby, publicist, well, crisis control person, yeah. to come in and help R. Kelly. But I hope he did get a check, because okay. that was bad advisement on his people. Okay. Uh, hang on a second. I'm going to bring in some calls. Uh, area code 718. Good evening. 
We're talking about Jesse Smollett. 16 felony counts. What say you? 718. Hey. Oh, this is Desmond, bro. I don't, I don't hey. know shit about this case at all, bro. What's up, man? <laughs> I, 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 was, I was hoping you were going... I, hope... I don't know what's wrong with this guy's phone, but um, this was my whole point in the whole thing that I recorded before this about oral tradition is that we're being told stories. And so... We just got to listen to it and be able to see if it's, you know, if it's good or if it's, uh, you know, your uncle, you know, exaggerating. What's say you? Hollywood is a freak zone, man. Beast pose. This is a famous pose that a lot of people don't catch. I'm going to show you what it is. All right, now look at his face. He just, you know, he got the bomb in the bedroom, his eyes all up, arrogant. You know, get in this bedroom. Look at his face. But the truth of the matter is, you see a sacrificial knife? That's a, sacri that's a sacrificial knife on his belly, okay? That pose is what they use in a lot of comic strips. Feet together, arms back, coming out. Remember, Aleister Crowley was about seances and rituals and speaking to spirits, okay? So teleportation and all that stuff he was trying to delve into. But if you ever want to deal with him, the beast, and want to unleash his beast, you better grab some diapers and uh, a bib, this slob, and some turtle wax. Fat pig. He looked like Benny Hill. You know what I'm saying? Mitch Match nipples. Where that happen at? This the father of the bushes, man. <laughs> One of them. He looked like he wrestled with uh, King Kong Bunny and Bam Bam Bigelow. You know what I'm saying? A, a cuckoo ball. Wow, man. Like, our presidents come from that stock. Alternative forms of sex magic. Now, we, nobody likes to talk about this, but I'm going to bring it out. To me, to me, there's nothing wrong with dating your own kind. Because that's how you got your own kind, right? You reproduce. Aleister Crowley was about using sex as an influential weapon. And this is just an elevated form of it. So, of course, we can prove that Hollywood is a cultic. Why wouldn't they use sex magic to influence society? I mean, the goal is to keep the indigenous people at a low population rate, right? So that's what you do. You break up culture by intermingling. Okay? Now, I'm not... I can't make you do what you want to do, but I'm just telling you what I think it is. You know? Ladies want a bedroom lions, right? They want bedroom lions, not washroom kittens. You know? Zionist fear of being outpopulated. And I think that's the real reason, you know, that they're frustrated. But it's not our fault. You know, women want that lion. They don't want that kitty cat. You want that, uh, you want that, you know what I'm saying? You come in the bedroom. You don't want that. You know what you want? Dominant genes dominate. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make it this or that. But the frustration with men always starts usually with sex. Now. I can't blame a woman. Like, if you walk in a bedroom with extensions better than her and ballet pants. Oh, no, he didn't. You know, she don't want no bedroom monkey. You know what I'm saying? She want a lion. She wants some. This guy is to totally. Man, it really starts. And all the girls looking for. He got any friends? Look at the clicks. And He's Rogaine. literally showing lions. You know what I'm saying? He's got cabbage patch like, dolls. This guy you understand? 
Ladies don't, don't fall like for that Hollywood crap, man. Ladies don't like invisibility. Uh. Alistair. You know what I'm saying? Ladies don't like invisibility. You know, you don't sit down and talk to a woman. You know, before you perform your sex magic, you start doing yoga and you make yourself invisible. You know, it's just like the frustration ain't with us, man. And they show it in the movie. And it, it gets old, man. All this, you know, I'm yet to see a serious relationship between, you know, Israelites, man. Nigga Aries, he know ladies don't like invisibility. Why they call you Aries? Because, well, my testicle's supposed to be the Aries. Where's his, where's his nose? In the downward pointing triangle of Rahur Quit. And featuring the slogan. V for victory in the mark of the beast enclosed in the downward pointing triangle of Rahur Kuit and featuring the slogan in hoc signo vinces. In this sign you will conquer. Signo vinces. In this sign you will conquer. Okay? He introduced this sign to Winston Churchill. Okay? He introduced, and I'm showing you this to make the connection of how Hollywood is just esoteric and these signs carry on the cartoons and movies and this sign you will conquer sounds a lot like Constantine the cross Constantine all right Alistair Crowley demonstrated that he was the first to publish a V sign and claimed and he claimed to have invented Churchill's use of the gesture in World War II as a magical foil to the Nazis use of the swastika Crowley passed his idea to friends at the BBC and the Naval British Intelligence Division through his connections in M15 eventually gaining the approval of Winston Churchill. They're all occultic, man. From the governments to the to the religious establishments. All right? I'm telling you, it's all Hollywood, sports. All right? And look at Spider-Man throwing up the same occultic symbols, man. In a sly manner. Now, a lot of people say, oh, it's not the same symbol. I've seen the Baphomet throwing up that way, uh, other ways, downward, upward. Trust me when I tell you. Those are the same symbols. And Winston was a big time, big time black and white. And you know what I mean by that? He was connected. He was a kingpin. Okay? Now let's get into the kingpin's character real quick. Oh. Right off the bat, kingpin represents Freemasonry. Always shown in black and white. He runs things from the back. Laid back, fat boy. Talks a little, gets a lot done. You understand? And even the, how they made him in the cartoon, his head was a circle, his body was a square, and you put them together, you got a circle and a square. And that's pretty much considered the key. Circle, compass, and square. And a lot of stuff I caught, man, watching this movie. And this whole bill was based off the 90 and the 60 degree angle. As above, so below, or the 6-9. I was just shaking my head like, man, this is a very deep cartoon. And as always, uh, as I always tell you guys, you cannot separate Freemasonry from quantum math or opening up portals. It's a lesser form. And I introduced Jabulon to you uh, maybe a video ago, our last video. But now we're going to kind of get to the symbolism that was used in Spider-Verse, as you can see. Okay? It was hidden symbolism. They call Jabulon the Grand Architect. That's pretty much their standard for God. That and the Baphomet. And look, freeze the screen. Freeze the screen all you need to. That's the symbol, man. This is what they have our kids watch. Okay? Oh, God, it's Kali. Of course, you got um, Kali on top of Shiva. Okay? 
And all these symbols are related because they all have to do with portals. And there, in that pose, he's shaped like the Trinacria. And I showed you this pose before. I showed you this position before. I showed you at Fiddler on the Roof that debuted in Chicago. All right? Very subtle how they speak to you. And I showed you what that meant, didn't I? The Fiddler on the Roof was about introducing the FIRD chip or the RFID chip to Chicago. Okay? That's how they celebrate. All the poses, Trinacrius, Triskelions, all that. Okay? Nothing. What's going on, y'all? And the people are hilarious. Let's see what they say. I've called the show multiple times. Last time I spoke. Stop mumbling. I think he's going to get off, and I think years down the road, he's going to do some type of America's Got Talent type show, and he's going to be showcasing little kids. He's high. Let's get him out of here. <laughs> he said that guy was high. He's basically saying he's going to have Nick Cannon's job. I don't know. Maybe that guy had like a prophetic dream or something. He's already got just the... Uh, Hosting uh, American Idol for kids. Right? I don't mind you doing conspiracies, but he's high. So, what did he say? Something with kids, Dana? <laughs> yeah, not at all. Yeah, a, a talent show for little That's kids. That's crazy. Hang on a second. Uh, Dorio Trauma, uh, <laughs> BS. Um, he knowingly transmitted or caused to be transmitted in any manner um, to any peace officer, public officer, or public employee, um, saying that was the victim of battery, a hate crime, and an aggravated battery, reporting that on January 29th at 2 a.m. Um, we want to hear the details, Dana. I, I need you to help me read it. I'm sitting here zooming off a fucking... Okay, so... Well, I, I shouldn't say zooming. I'm, I got this uh, Tammy flu, and my, my fucking equilibrium is coming short. Come on, read, read it. Read it. At approximately... 2 a.m. on the public way near 341 East Lower North Water Street in Chicago, Cook County, Illinois, two unknown males dressed in black and one of whom wore a black mask approached Jesse Smollett, called Jesse Smollett racial homophobic slurs and struck Jesse Smollett about the face with their hands causing bloody harm to Jesse Smollett. Nope. And the two unknown males made physical contact of an insulting or provoking nature with Jesse Smollett. Now, most of that we already know, Dana. Is there something with regards to the charges? That's what I'm, I'm more concerned about, the charges. Or No, but this, the charges in violation of 720 Act 5, Section 26A4 of Illinois compiled. Okay. Um, contrary to the statute and against the peace and dignity of the same people of state Illinois. So basically, they're saying they just, they're describing an incident that took place and saying it was a false report. And they're using the same report 16 times. Okay, so he lied, allegedly lied, 16 times in that second meeting, and they hit him with uh, a count for each time. Bam, 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 bam. Bam! Yes. Yeah. Okay, now also, according to TMZ, if you can just get ready, I'll come back to you in a second. I've got his lawyer uh, who, who has already chimed in and says that this is uh, excessive. So I'll come back to you, stay, sit tight. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines, area code 561. Good evening, 561. Jussie! 
16 counts. Are you there? 561. I know I have a friend who does a little like high, high quality. Excuse me? Let's get him the fuck on out of here. Go to area code 203. These people are like high calling into the show. And all these commercials of men shaving their junk. Why are they putting that on my channel? Jussie under the bus. Yeah, we in the season of snitching. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks for the call. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, hang on a second now. Let me bring Shay back in. Let's see if she's ready. Okay. All right. Sugar Shay, are you there? Popping Shay. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Let's get to it, Shay. Yeah, so, yeah, let's get to it. I just wanted to talk about how like, the grand uh, jury, they returned the indictment on Thursday um, when the incident, like, a uh, you know, finally occurred or whatever. No, no, Shay, 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 Shay. Today's Friday. The grand jury came back with a 16-count indictment today, Friday. Today is Friday, but the indictment on that was returned. No, the grand jury returned the indictment on Thursday. So that was yesterday. That's by way of the city of Chicago. Are you, so, sure? Are you sure, Shay? And what they Dana, can you burn? Oh, That's no. I don't want to do too much. Dana? Yes, no, she's right. It was, it, the, the foul stamp was March 7th. Okay, so it was yesterday, but they released it to the public today. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Come on, Shay. Right. So each one of the charges carry a maximum count of four years in prison, meaning he could face up to 64 years in total. Now we're You have talk. to keep in count, account that. No, we Jesse Smollett is only 36 years old. So you're talking about max, yeah. so that's maximum. He could each count. I'm sorry. The total could be 60 years max. 64 years max. Okay. Okay. Danny, want to ask Shane? Where was that reported at? Where was that reported at? Yeah. Where was that reported, Shane? This is by way of CNN, CBS News. Okay. The same, the same newscast that that released the uh, the R. Kelly thing, the R. Kelly and Taylor Gale. Okay, so with the 16 count, they're they're saying three years, three years, three years. So I guess that they they're not going to do what you call it concurrent. They're just going to add on top of each other. Well, yeah, that's basically what it's saying. It's saying that um he could face up to 64 years in total. Is that what it's saying, Shay, or is that what you're yeah, you're assuming, Shay? Is, is that what you, it's saying? What you're assuming? No, this is what this is. This is what I'm telling you. I'm telling you this is, like, actually reported by way okay. of the indictment that All was right. returned on Thursday. So these are factual evidence. So, I mean, pretty much if we talk about what happened with the attack, he was attacked. He, what happened was he said that he told police that he was attacked by two men, masked, when they were when he was returning home from a subway store trip or whatever. And that was back on January 29th. It was around 2 a.m. in the morning, and Smollett claimed that the two men had beat him, said homophobic and racial... Shay, we got all that. I don't want to go that far back. I just want to do some conspiracies. Shay's gone. I just got down the line. I sent you a text. This whole channel is for the conspiracy. Support, <laughs> especially in Chicago. Right. You see what I'm saying? You have to look at all the pieces. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She's getting hammered right... When I say she, Kim Fox is getting hammered right, right now because she thought... Piling on R. Kelly was going to be good, but the way he... And R. Kelly played it very smart by playing the victim. Yeah. 
maybe not to uh, general America, but to his segment in Chicago. Yeah, to his core audience. Hang on a second, Mo. Dana, do you want to jump in here and comment on what Mo's saying? Dana. Yeah, I mean, that's a nice theory. That could be possible. And also, Empire premieres next week, Wednesday, and his indictment is next week, Thursday. So, timing is everything. So, it's a It's all timing. That's what I said. If all these things happen in a coincidence, this is one hell of a coincidence. Yeah. So you have to follow the time. But like I said, Kim Fox now, she recused herself in the Jussie Smollett case. Right. But now she's jumped, she's piled on R. Kelly. R. Kelly's become the sympathetic figure because of the whole Michael Jackson R. Kelly connection with um with uh, Gail and Oprah. Gail and Oprah is tied in with Kim Fox and um Kamala Harris. Man, these women are in a witch code. Let's just be honest. This is a black... Happy International Women's Day. We forgot to say that, Dana. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Women's Month. Actually, this is Women's Month. But today is National Women's Day. Well, today, yeah. today, today is... All hang on. Mo, 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 Mo. Today is international. Not just national. International. Oh, yeah. I mean, but Women's yeah, but I also... It's the, this month is the whole month is on Women's Month. The hate miss is nothing. Pay attention. These guys been taken down. But like I said, just look at the timeline. Okay. And Lee Daniels is tied into that whole little clique, too. Okay. Like I said... All those women I'm saying, all, all that I just named, are all tied together. They're right in Chicago, tied together. And, that, and that's what it is, like I said. And we're just going to watch this unfold. And they're using both of them to play off of each other. Because when I need to distract from R. Kelly, I use Jesse Smollett. When I need to distract from him with Jesse Smollett, I use R. Kelly. Jane, do you have any questions for Mo before we take more calls? Are you Dana? saying you personally, you, are you saying you personally use one another to distract? Yes, when, when if the, the blowback comes back, you got to understand, Oprah and Gail... Wait, no, I'm asking, you're saying when you need a distraction from Jesse, you, you tune into R. Kelly, Matt. You personally... No, no, I'm saying that's what they're using they, in the, the Chicago legal system. What? Kim Fox is over all of that. She thought running, you're saying running R. Kelly through the mill... The time, and like I said, they knew he wasn't gonna be able to pay the child support. If they really, they should, they could have just waited, took him on child support, and then held him on the charges. But no, what they did was hit him with the charges. He used his money up for that. Yeah. It bleeds him dry. Now he can't pay. Well, that no, child that, that wasn't. A He's put in years watching Judge Judy or People's Court. Is but, honey, that was his stupidity going on CBS, running his mouth, saying that he has 350 in a bank. And Andrea called up her lawyer, was like, he got money in the bank, and he said it on national TV, and that lawyer locked his ass up to get her no, money. What I'm telling you is they drank... Dana with the counterpunch. Pay attention. ...him on the charges first. <laughs> he had to use that money, his bail money, that he could have used for his child support. If they just took him in on the child support, he could have paid that. But didn't some girls, they, they did a GoFundMe. They raised right, $500,000. Right, that's what I'm saying. And they used, he used all his resources up. Now he's not going to be able to bail out now. That's what I'm saying. So they he has 350 k in the bank. He has to pay 161000 to get out of jail. That's the child support. That has nothing to do with the criminal case that's going on. I understand. So man. he's locked up right now for child support. He has 350 in the bank. So he, he he has half of his money, what he supposedly have left, is going to go towards child support. People all up in this guy's bank account. Salute to Monique clapping at Oprah. Yeah, salute Monique. Okay, Mo, I'm gonna give you thirty. Uh, well, 15, hang, hang on, so Mo, give you fifteen seconds. But CERN images through the whole cartoon. And if you think that nuclear weapons are the biggest problem with the world, you really need to research CERN technology. Man, are you crazy? Do you guys understand what black matter would do? 
<laughs> man, that stuff makes nuclear weapons look like a walk in the park. All the movies in Hollywood are based off sermons. As I told you, and I'm going to keep telling you, Suicide Squad, Wrinkle in Time, Glass, Get Out, okay, Spider-Man, Get Out was about Jewish people getting out, okay? That's why he had a bag and a watercolor blue. Magnetic symbolism, right? That's what they're showing you throughout the movie. Spider-Man's symbol was based on the turtle fields or the flow of magnetism, okay? Penal gland frequency, the number eight. Right? And I showed you this with um, House with the Clock on the Wall, which is actually America before it blows up or it's blown up. And they showed you that in Spider-Man. And I'm just freeze the screen. And the reason they have eight lines around their head that represents the penal gland also represents the opening of the portal. You could put that their heads right next to the CERN. Eight lines. You see? Eight lines. Now, the reason they have those two down there, because out of the CERN comes Black Matter and Ishtar. He represents Black Matter. She represents Ishtar. Got it? Now, go back if you need to. Let's talk about Spider-Girl. All her colors and how they position her represents the pink triangle or the opening of the portal on a CERN level. And that triangle means a lot. I showed you in the last video. She reminded me of Ghost and Wasp, the Ant-Man. And that's just introduction of uh, new technology on a military scene. Look at it good. Freeze the screen if you need to. All right, as I'm showing you, they love to introduce new technology via movies. You know, because a lot of people who are crazy in the head say, oh, that's so cool, man. You know, those crazy people that like to blow stuff up. The Mass Singer. Now, I told you what the Mass Singer was about. So if um, Spider-Man can relate to this, then it's the same thing. All right, the Mass Singer. And I'm going to show you something that you probably didn't catch. I always tell you, every ceremony is related. All right, it's one huge ceremony. People isolate events. That's how you mess up. Now, Spider-Girl's character is based off some of the characters in The Masked Singer. Same characters. Unicorn, the dog, the rabbit. All right? You even had Nick Cannon has some influence on the new Spider-Man, right? Because heroes are black now, right? And you had the deer from Masked Singer look just like Spider-Man Spider Noir. Exactly like him. And he represents the nuclear war or World War III. And he's out during the depression time and we're about to have another depression. And he's posed right like the bathroom as above, so below. Hand, one hand down, one hand up. Man, look, this is what they show your kids. And one of the images of Spider-Man Noir, he has a gas mask like um, the deer in mass Singer, which represents nuclear war, okay? Something very peculiar. Same pose, different location. And I'm going to show you some symbolic math. I'll talk about this a lot, but I'm about to start showing you guys. Now, look at his position. What do you see? I'm going to show you what I see. Now, the reason I locked in on that pose because it was the same pose in a different location, but it's the locations they're going to attack. Now, his arm going down is a one. His leg going down is a one. If you look at his right hand touching his knee, it makes a nine. Okay? Now, look again. Four fingers out. His hat to his arm makes a seven. That's called symbolic math. I can't teach that. <laughs> Some people, you got to know it. Or you, uh, maybe you don't know it. Penny Parker, the beast. I'm going to show you some symbolic stuff with her too, okay? Very, very interesting character in Spider-Verse. She was like the, I guess, the Minion Deal character on Mass Singer. Instead of having two teeth, they gave him two eyes. 
and one eye for the big head. Now, if you look at the character close, it's kind of like what I showed you with Alicia Keys um, video, right? The Kabbalah wheels. And the reason she's touching the middle of the wheels at the bottom, her hand represents the star. They do it very, very in a subtle manner, man. You, you'll miss it. You know, I've been checking this out for a long time, so I kind of know how to. Now, he's holding his ball at the bottom. She's touching the ball at the top. You follow me? This is how they speak. Look at the colors. Look at them good. She's standing on top of the beast, people. The beast has horns. The middle horn is higher than the side horns. Come on, man. I told you they study scriptures. And the shape of the beast makes a six-point star. All right? And what is she wearing? A book bag and the color gray. So we know who she represents. Right? Same pose, same clothes. Haley Steinfeld. Right? Look at the pose. I don't BS you guys. I'll let you guys know what I know. I keep it moving. Elbow up, one arm down. As above, so below. At the same time, represents the, uh, the hexagram. The colors in the movies that represent Zionists and their agenda. Black, blue, gray. The clothes and uh, accessories of individuals that represent Zionist agenda. Hat, book bag or briefcase, an umbrella. Robbed economy, here comes war. Well, let's, let's check it out. Let's see if this holds up. Okay? What is Penny wearing at the top? She's wearing a book bag in the color gray. Now, look at the elbows of Black Widow. And I told you a while back she's making a hexagram. A while back. And look at Haley. Elbow up. Head to the side. This is how they communicate. And that's why I always tell you, don't trust them. <laughs> Let's not even talk about it. Don't trust people wearing black. They teach uh, to mingle and all that stuff. They practice exclusivity. They look out for theirs. And a new bill just passed. Anti-Semiticism bill. Spider-Ham, an American. Now, I know everybody like to go out and have a good time. But when people get their ass whooped at the club, they start telling lies about what really happened. This boy couldn't tell the world he was attacked from the back by Anthony Davis at a MAGA-themed sex party where black celebrities dress up like racist white celebrities and beat each other's asses unconsciously. He tried to lie about it, but in a city like Chirac, the police ain't believed nothing he was saying. Chicago was known for having black-on-black crime. Most times when a black male get attacked you know in that city, it? it's usually what by you know another about? black male. So, uh, what you know about this is why the Chicago you know? Police Department originally you know accused the nation of Islam of beating up Jason Smullett over some old hand-me-down suits. Have you ever seen those brothers standing in the middle of the street selling magazines and bean pies? Have you ever wondered why they be wearing them suits that be at least 10 times bigger than they whole body shoppers? I ain't gonna lie, I bought a bean pie from a brother wearing a Frankenstein suit before. A lot of y'all ain't noticed, but they be wearing hand-me-down suits from black celebrities. If you from Chicago, you already know this. Every black celebrity from that city must give their old suits to the FOI. They be selling crummy pies and wearing crummy suits, but these are not crummy people. 90% of them suits came from the Jackson 5, so you know they cost a little bit of money. Now, I got love for the nation of Islam, but I know they'll beat a nigga ass over one of them hand-me-down suits. So I can understand why the Chicago Police Department thought they had something to do with it. And besides... Barbecue. Very interesting character. He looked just like the hippo or water cow. Alright? And Mass Singer. Look just like him. 
Now the pig represents America. I told you guys and I showed you how Cardi B is the queen of hearts. And the pig in her hand represents the bogus law or the bogus people that they pass. Now watch the symbolic math I'll show you with the pig. Why is he kicking like that? They're trying to show you something. All right, the nose to the arm makes a nine, the arm makes a, a one, the leg makes a one, and the leg to the floor makes a seven. That's your 911 and 711, always together. That's symbolic math, I can't teach that. Or symbolic geometry, you gotta have an eye for that. Now look at this picture. Look at him, he's extending his hands and his arm is being stressed. Now watch me break it down. Four fingers, seven under the arm, and the arm on the waist makes a nine. If you stare long enough, you'll see I'm not BSing you. All right? So a lot of this was going on during Spider-Verse. And they kept showing the number 42, and it was blowing my mind. Now, as you can see, the country that consumes the most pork, who's at the top? U.S., 120 kilograms. Woo! Per person, per year. My God. And that's why they always represent America as a pig in movies. Blood sacrifice equals war offering. One huge ceremony. This is why all the colors in Spider-Verse match up with everybody that's been sacrificed. I'm trying to teach you guys, watch for the colors. They communicate through colors. Proofs in the pudding. I've been saying the same thing since I got on YouTube. I was trying to avoid it, but now I'm on it. Okay, check it out. You be the judge. You be the judge. Am I BSing you? You can even look at the guy's hat in the background. The red on the hat matches the red in the eye of the robot. Man, they worked this to a T. This stuff is thought out strategically. Man of many faces. Now, I noticed something about um, the original Spider-Man. Okay? The other original Spider-Man, he died in the movie. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Now, this Spider-Man had a lot of person, well, a couple personalities he, he played. Well, not necessarily uh, in the open, but subliminally. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Okay? Now... Always put the numbers in your face. Well, four equals 42, 44, 23, 35. Okay, freeze the screen and look at them because I'm going to show you some of those numbers. Okay, so when you see them, you know, okay, I get it. Now, I told you what the colors represent. Now I'm going to show you. That's why I'm going to show it to you again. I want you to get it. They run the same ceremony, subliminal. It's war on your mind. Right, and they're chanting. This is how they chant. When you chant, you say something over. Who's running with the bag? Who's wearing black? I'm sorry, who's wearing gray? Who has a bag? Exactly like Christopher Robbins. Now, the cat represents the EU, the beast in the waters, nations, waters. The pig is America between his legs. Russia is the bear, and the donkey represents the Israeli state. What does the donkey have? A bag. What does Christopher Robbins have on his head? A hat. What color is he wearing? Gray and black. What, where is his head at? Between the R and the B, spelling Rob. I'm not lying to you guys. They want blacks to help them get out of this country during the chaos. Blacks are going to be the, the distraction. What? Cat represents the EU, the beast in the waters, nations, waters. The pig is America between his legs. Russia is the bear, and the donkey represents the Israeli state. What does the donkey have? A bag. What does Chris Robinson have on his head? A hat. What color is he wearing? Gray and black. What, where is his head at? Between the R and the B, spelling Rob. I'm not lying to you guys. They want blacks to help them get out of this country during the chaos. Blacks are going to be the, the distraction. You see he's wearing black strategically. Man of many faces. Now I noticed something about um, the original Spider-Man. Okay. The other original Spider-Man, he died in the movie. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Now this Spider-Man had a lot of person, well a couple personalities he played. 
or not necessarily uh, in the open, but subliminally. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Okay? Now, always put the numbers in your face. Well, 4 equals 42, 44, 23, 35. Okay, freeze the screen and look at them because I'm going to show you some of those chaos. numbers. Rob America okay. and get out. So when you see them, you know, okay, I get it. Now, I told you what the colors represent. 42. Wait a second. Oh. Now I'm going to show you. With YouTube music That's why I'm going to show it to you again. I want you to get it. They run the same ceremony. Subliminal. It's war on your mind. All right, and they're chanting. This is how they chant. When you chant, you say something over. Who's running with the bag? Who's wearing black? I'm sorry, who's wearing gray? Who has a bag? Exactly like Christopher Robbins. Now, the cat represents the EU, the beast in the waters, nations, waters. The pig is America between his legs. Russia is the bear, and the donkey represents the Israeli state. And what does the donkey have? A bag. What does Christopher Robinson have on his head? A hat. What color is he wearing? Gray and black. What, where is his head at between the R and the B? Spelling Rob. I'm not lying to you guys. They want blacks to help them get out of this country during the chaos. Blacks are going to be the, the distraction. You see he's wearing black grayish pants, and they got the case together. And that's why they're trying to befriend black so much. I could have done a lot more, but I didn't. And even in any other, show me any other movie, and I'll show you the same thing. What does the little guy have? Gray, black, wearing a bag. Edris, El, Edris is helping him get out of town. Now watch this picture. More symbolic man. Check it out. Watch me get into it. See that seven? Four fingers up. Seven with the knee. Nine between his arms. It's that simple. You gotta know how to catch it. And I told you what they mean, so that's the ceremony they're running right here. And there's plenty of other numbers there too, but I'll send fishers, afterwards, hunters. And a lot of people get that, so I'm not gonna get into it. Black Panther. Final round. His uncle was a hunter. The purple and black represented what? Illuminati. The black cat is somewhat opposite of the leopard. They're the same cat, but the black represents the Zionist half of the beast. His uncle, first of all, was made like one of the queen of heavens, right? Asherah. That was a oh, guy that was a problem for Israel, right? The ancient Yasharal. They kept going on, worshiping Tammuz, Asherah, Baal. Now, when his uncle took his hat off, he saw himself. He always wanted to be kind of like his uncle. His uncle was a hunter, or is was a hunter in the movie, okay? So they're telling you a lot. I'm gonna show you something you probably never caught. I always see that pose. My mind locks in and catches that. Okay, they're showing you they want to kick off that Civil War band. They want to make new hunters. It's going to happen anyway. And then you know, they're perpetuating that Civil War. And that's why Spider-Man looked a lot like the character in Predator. Okay? I see patterns, man. I can't explain it. It is what it is. But that's what it is, man. That, that was all about the Civil War. And that's why they kept showing Spider-Man a little red on his face. Okay? I don't even, sometimes, man, it's best sometimes to even pay attention to the, the colors, right? Predator. The predator, notice the predator killed the other predator, old predator, but the old predator had red in his eyes. So you just got to catch the colors, man. Way more uh, dependable than, you know, trying to look at the numbers all the time. Black Panther's a hunter. Killmonger was a real hero, if you ask me, in the movie. <laughs> he was a killer. 
Aquaman, they're showing you the same thing, Black Manta. They're showing you the same thing. They know what's coming. Key in the movie, they're showing you. Right? Where's he at? Under the triangle. The predator is wearing ancient Israelite Hebrew fringes. He has a double-edged sword in his hairs and locks. He's a killer, a predator. He's a hunter. Right? Semiram is queen of heaven. The beast king symbolism. I'm going to show you something with this picture that was in this movie. Um, the graffiti on the wall. 9-11 through 7-11, 45 symbolism. Orchestrated chaos symbolism. Now, now watch me break this puzzle down. A equals 1. O equals 15. D equals 4. I can get 11, 5, 4. I can make 9-11 with that, can I? But we already know from looking at the numbers in the beginning what they gave us so we know what to expect in this picture. Orchestrated chaos symbolism again. A equals, A equals 1, O equals 15, father and son equal 2. That's 1, 1, 5, 2. That's your 7-Eleven symbolism. All right? Now, notice the symbolic math, but what I'm going to do? Like, argue with what they give me? All right, last one. Well, not my last, but last one for this one. A equals 1, O equals 15, or 6, D equals 4. 1 plus 6 plus 4 equals 11. 8-point star makes 8-11. Coming king. O equals 15, D equals 4. So what you want me to say? Oh, no, that's 46. They're letting you know it's about a king because his head has a crown on it. So he's, the king's going to come via orchestrated chaos. That's why they have him inside the chaos star. You see how I broke that down? I'd be a fool to go to any other direction. Every time I solved it, they gave me something different. And I'm going to show you. I'm going to go a little deeper into it. I'm going to go over the numbers I gave you in some previous posts, and I'll explain them real quick. All right? Thank you guys for watching. And, um, all right, I showed you this before. The top of the quantum or the vortex math chart, the eight, the nine, and the one. That's what the crown represents. And I told you a while back that Kim Porter was inside of Puffy's Queen of Heaven ceremony and everybody cursed me out. But guess what? I'm showing you consistently, it's still there. That's where the crown comes from. So let's straighten out some numbers. All right, let's go over the Miley Cyrus situation. September equals seven. How? Except means seven. So September equals seven and nine. October equals eight and 10. November equals nine and 11. December equals 10 and 12, right? So we're going by the old names. November equals nine and 11. September equals seven and nine. You see how I got seven, 11 and nine, 11. And sometimes I'll say September equals seven. Sometimes I'll say September equals nine. Free the screen and look at it. All right. Robert Kraft sex charges. Two dozens equals 24 or 22. Basic math. You'll get what? 322. How does 322 equal 323? Follow me. So this is them rehearsing their success. Hollywood equals scared Zionists. Super melanin. Now, something I found very interesting, man. I was just, you know, my background is biology and, you know, genetics and all that stuff. Pre-med. I was studying black fungus, okay? Black fungus gets stronger with radiation but it has to have melanin in it. The melanin turns the radiation into energy. That's just something to think about. All right? Thank you guys for watching. I love you. Thank you for your support. I'll put some donation links in the description box. Children of Israel out here. Peace, man. Hey, it's almost our time to shine, baby. Love you. That was fantastic. Really love his work. I don't know about this guy, this new one, Pedrov. And he's telling us what's going on with the R. Kelly. I went into, I went by myself for the first time to uh, Bank of America 
Didn't know what I was doing. Didn't know what the hell was going on. When? Never when, when did a, you do that? First uh, time by yourself? About three weeks ago to a month. Three weeks ago was the first time you went to Bank of America Absolutely. by yourself? By myself. Because I was so tired of not knowing where my money was, where my publishing is. Isn't that on my, you then? Huh? Isn't that on you? A lot of it's on me. That you didn't know where your money is? A lot of it's on me. And people say he doesn't have money because he had to pay so much in settlements. What do you say about that? Lie. I admit I've been tempted by drugs. I admit that I just need a hug. Every bit of suffering that jail time and prison might bring to you. Cosby, not present in court today, but claiming the DA used I want this guy to sum He's it still up. sticking with I don't want to hear what the news is. Jackson's daughter, Paris, who tells Rolling Stone magazine her father would drop hints about people being out to get him, and at some point he was like, they're going to kill me one day. The magazine says 18-year-old Paris is convinced that her dad was somehow murdered. Absolutely, she says, because it's obvious. All arrows point to that. It sounds like a total conspiracy theory, but all real fans and everybody in the family knows it. it it's very important what we're fighting for. And, and this is not okay, I thought he was going to tell us something, and he really didn't tell us anything. Interesting. We got it all. We got it. We got everything worth getting. I just thought that that was, uh, I thought it was interesting. Oh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And wait till you find out what God thinks is ugly. You won't be laughing. Because all I have been seeing is talking mad shit of a lot of shit. Oh, no. It's just, it's so interesting that in one week, you know, we see sort of people coming at Michael Jackson, you know, then we have the whole R. Kelly situation and, and Jesse, Jesse with the 16 counts um, facing up to 64 years is really, Ooh. really incredible. Yeah. And, and, and all around, you know, election time in Chicago, right? So yeah. I'll just say, I'll, I'll file our briefly with that. <laughs> All right. Good to talk to you, and I'll be in touch. All right, Dana, hang on a second. I have to uh, go, go to some cash apps. I'll be right back, Dana. All right, that was a t-shirt. Got to pay the therapy, baby. Yo! <laughs> Goddamn shame that I'm amped to see some shit like that. Some folks don't need to confuse the narrative not that i would but i'm just saying i you know i, I want to be respectful but at the same time uh, if there's a particular way that i can fit it into the show then i will but i don't i don't Radio. You can find out 
where I get most of my music. You can see the music that I use to load on my mixes on Kyla Powers TV YouTube channel under Kyla Powers March playlist and you'll see most of the songs that I select for the show. Jump out the window. Hey, let's talk about ADOS today. I thought that was the right thing to do a couple weeks ago, but I don't think it is. Um, but well, here's what I want to ask you again. What is um, Boyce Watkins doing? Is he now on board? Because he wasn't totally, totally against it. Is he on board? But thank you for your donation. Keep me posted, all right? All right, let me see if I can get uh, 609 aligned here. Area code 540. Good evening, 540. <coughs> Talking about Jesse Smollett. What's up, uh, How you doing, man? Hey, hey, who's this? Man. Man, this is my name, Tyree, man. Okay. From Virginia. How are you, sir? Man, I'm good, man. How you doing today? Good, good. Do you still have the governor down there <laughs> that, that was caught red-handed wearing fucking <laughs> black face and refused to step down? Is he yeah, still in yeah. office? Yeah, that motherfucker, man, he's still up in there. You know, man, they ain't broadcast none of that shit, like, on none of the news, like, throughout the state. I seen that shit on the internet. I ain't seen that shit on the local news or nothing like that. They ain't gonna put that yeah. shit out there, man. Right. What else is popping, man? But uh, my thing is, man, my thing is with the, uh, with the whole Jesse thing, man, so, what the fuck is his name? The, uh, the director for Empire, whatever? Lee that motherfucker, I think he is... Like, this shit was all to beat his shit up. This shit was all to bring awareness to somebody that was on his show. And then that shit just went totally left. And motherfucker, he got caught in the twist. Yeah. Like, but I think because Lee Daniels, like, when the shit first came out, Lee Daniels, he was all over the shit. He was like, he was like, I'm staying. He jumped out the window. Shit. Jumped out the window. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just another, another fucking day in America. Yeah, now he's quiet. <laughs> That motherfucker ain't said shit now. Like, motherfucker ain't said, oh, well, that's bad that he done this or nothing like that. You have a conspiracy, sir? Tens in the shit. You have a conspiracy? Nah, man, I ain't got no, I ain't got no conspiracy for you, star, man. All right. that's, that's all I had was the shit with uh, Lee Daniels, man. Right. I think that motherfucker's behind it. That's Thank it. you, man. Thank you. All right. Clean up the kitchen, sir. Uh, who's on 609? Hold on a second. Somebody... Is it Bomi? Make me Bomi right here. Hey, is that Bomi 609? Star, what's up, man? Hey, what up, man? How are you? What's up, man? Hey, yo, shout out to you, man, and, uh, for having the flu and working through it, man. And also, yeah. shout out to Chicago Goons. <laughs> shout out to Chicago Goons stepping in the middle of fucking press conferences. Did you see him yeah. fun the fuck out of his public? Yeah! <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I loved it. But he walked in and said, fuck out of here, fam. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but I just, yeah, I just wanted to say, man, like, yeah, I, I hear you trying to bash R. Kelly's people, but, like, I don't know if it's necessarily his fault as much as it is his fault for just being that fucking arrogant. Because Torrey gave an interview to Vlad TV a month ago, if not a year ago, saying R. Kelly's people were adamantly telling him not to answer questions. R. Kelly was like, no, no, I'll answer it. I'll answer it arrogantly. 
I don't know if it's necessary. I think R. Kelly's, well, it's pretty much a fact that his money has changed since that time. So, you know, I mean, Kelly's got to do, do what he's got to do now. But, but here, here's the thing. I asked a question earlier. Do you think that CBS paid R. Kelly for the interview? Because they, they had a oh, special totally. earlier tonight on fucking CBS. And it, it was like this whole expose with Gail King and... She's going over the interview, and of course they're making money off this shit. Uh, you know, I mean, do you think that they paid R. Kelly for the interview? Absolutely, they paid him. They pay everybody for every interview. I don't know that. Everybody. Are you sure? You just guessing? National televised. Yeah, that's national television. Everybody getting paid on that. Like everybody, even people that are going to prison are getting paid for interviews. Like they, they don't keep any. That like, there's no way that he didn't get paid. No way. That's your assumption, and my conspiracy. No, then, well, my assumption, but I work in media. Like okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain that, okay. that he was paid and compensated because they, they spent, they have almost eighty minutes of footage right. on him, which means they got at least like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like they spent a day with him, and I'm sure that the people other than CBS are clamoring to try and get an interview with him. He didn't have to look for them. He, he picked who he was yeah. going to do an interview with. Like, he wasn't doing some BET, no disrespecting his channel, but it wasn't <laughs> like he did, like, TV One interview. Mm. You know what I mean? It was CBS, CBS. America, right. or, or yeah. whatever. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. CBS said, we got the real check. Never mind BET and all that other silly shit. We got the real check. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, he got, he got, he got this figure for that. He got at least, like, it, it, at the very least, maybe, like, 200000 for the interview. Nice. Nice. You know how much money they generated just monetizing the YouTube and the viewership that they got from that? I, mean, I, I have an idea. I have an idea, but I really haven't, like, you know, ran everything. But, um, yeah, I think that R. Kelly's, um, he's got himself in a situation. And, uh, do, well, how about this? Do you think he's going to jail? I think you got a chance to beat it. I mean, I think that some of these states are trying to throw charges at him because mm. the the, the, uh, the documentary got national attention. And okay. if that if that if that if that lifetime documentary never came out, you wouldn't hear a fucking thing about some a bunch of states trying to charge right. him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Got... Detroit is chasing him now. You heard about that one? Detroit is coming after him. Excuse me. Detroit is coming after R. Kelly now about oh, cool. some alleged thirteen-year-old uh, girl back in nineteen ninety-five or ninety-six. Every state is trying to charge him. I wouldn't be surprised if he got all 50 states after him. Yeah. Except for Alaska. Them bitches ugly up there. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, man. Thank you. And thanks but, for the donation. No, no. No problem, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Okay. Boom me on the check. Man. All right. Let me see if I can find Desmond Fox, because Desmond's got something he needs to promote. Uh, oh, no. Back into the, you know, popularity on YouTube and shit. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. All right, Desmond, good to talk to you. And when are you and I going to... Uh... That was great. I, I thought... I thought that was good, actually. What the heck is this? Oh, Lord. I got to go in there for a second. What in the world would Michelle Obama make a good president? Oh, my God. We're not going to go in on all of it, but we got to hear what some of these people are saying. Hey, good afternoon. This is the Star Report. Thank you for stopping by. All right. Um, <laughs> on the screen, you see it. You see it. Would Michelle Obama make a good president? 
Now, I don't do hypotheticals, but um, I'm going to base this question on, uh, well, not just this video, but, you know, other circumstances and events that have happened throughout the, um, the last couple of years here in America. About five people sent me a link to a video. It's up on Worldstar. Mother gets into heated argument with her daughter. To finish up, I want to take more calls, Mo. Okay, all I'm saying is this. They're using these two characters to play off each other as distractions from each other. The reason why they had to take the heat off of R. Kelly was and use Justice Smollett is because Oprah and Gail are taking a beating right now in the black community. Because they said, how are you going to put these two black people in front of a camera and make and humiliate them? They, the way they did Michael Jackson, Love Oprah it. did it, and the way Gail did it on, on CBS with R. Kelly. Okay. So now they picked up the phone. This is my theory. They picked up the phone, called Kim Fox, say, take the heat off R. Kelly. Gotcha. Boom. Justin Smollett 16, with the number no, 16 count. 16 count. 16. All right. Thank you, Mo. 16. Thank you, Mo. All right, I'll holler at you, Pete. Yes, sir, Pete. Okay, thanks for the call. All right, Dana, hang on. I'm going to get some um, super chats. I'll be right back. All right. He said, okay, I'll believe you. I might have to take a goddamn uh, time to uh, pill now. I love it. Oh, God. Go to Whoopi Goldberg. Anybody see Whoopi Goldberg? She, uh, she, what does she have to do pneumonia? She said she almost died. What? I've always liked the movies. Uh, I don't really want to. Uh, she had a bad case of pneumonia. Uh, anyway, uh, grand finale. I see you, sir. He says Whoopi Goldberg almost died, and conservatives didn't talk about it. I can't. Super chat. I, I got you. Hang on a second, buddy. He's on that. area code two hundred one. Firestarter sends in a super chat. He says Dame Dash is a liar. He claimed he made payments, and he and has receipts. So why is he still in jail? Question mark. R. Kelly will be. Singing at Cook County until his oh. <laughs> until his trial is done. Okay. Surviving Ali Kwan. <laughs> Ali Kwan is my old righteous name, folks, from the early '80s. For those of you who don't know, um, here's someone sending in a, a super chat saying Ali Kwan held me down against my will <laughs> and made me do a booty bump oh, back in the early '80s. It. He also made me hide a 380. He shot at Reek. Oh, okay. He's talking real reckless. Allegedly shot somebody with. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> These people thought, are crazy. Oh, he's gonna spend the rest of his life in jail. I honestly don't think that's gonna happen. No, no, no. Just make him serve. I was letting Sugar Shay speak. She hadn't called in in a while. I don't want to you know, always try and act like I know every goddamn thing because I don't. But you know, I want her to speak. Um, I, I got a bunch of shit here, and I just I don't feel like reading half this shit, honestly, man. But um, do you have any conspiracies, Grand Finale? Please. Now, nah, bro, I'ma just say, man, it's Come just on, man. one big. Come um, on. Give me a conspiracy. It's one big circus of monkey shit going down in the city of Chicago. So you know, they're gonna have to hold that one, unfortunately. Well, hang on a second, grand finale. Stick with me. Don't rush off the line. Let me ask you a question, and Dana, I'm, okay. I'm gonna come to you after grand finale. Do you think that what's happening with R. Kelly and Jussie Smollett, because they're two high-profile, you know, figures, 
that this is going to trickle down and affect the little man. When I say the little man, I mean the guys who only owe fucking 10 racks in child support. Do you think that Cook County is, is not going to cut them no type of goddamn slack? And do you think that anybody else that has some type of, um, you know, or I should say, you know, lying to, to, the, to, lying. to the cops, lying to the court because of what uh, Jesse Smollett is allegedly doing, that it'll be more pressure on them? I'm sorry, do you mean in terms of people who own child support? I, I, I got a little lost there. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about just, I'm talking about people? Cook, the Cook County courts, the court. You th think that the courts are now going to tighten up on every goddamn body. I'm talking about the little people, you know, the, the people who just you know, work hard and pay their taxes. Hey, I fell behind 5000 in my fucking child support. You think that now because all eyes are on Cook County, now everybody gets squeezed. Does that make sense? No? I mean, yeah, that might be a possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, anything's possible, man. I mean, you know, for, for anyone that owes money for any little type of infraction or whatever, they might look at them like, look, so don't show anybody any preferential treatment if you're going to, you know, uh, um, you know, hit R. Kelly with, with all kinds of, you know, jail time for unpaid child support. And you're going to hit uh, Jesse Smollett, you know, with fines for lying. Everybody catches it. So yeah, that's that's a possibility. Okay, okay. Dana, I don't think so. Dana, uh, back to you. You were saying, Dana? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so because they don't. That's too much paperwork and that's too much money to go after every man. You know, five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen. That's not a whole lot. So, and usually, if you lost up for child support, that's because the mother or father um, went to a lawyer and the lawyer wanted to get a search warrant to get you arrested. So the courts don't take it upon themselves to arrest. His case, he's a... He's well, a I'm not somebody talking about arrest. I'm talking about just like enforcing, you know, just enforcing some of the people, you know, that are lacking. I mean, I don't know that world, Danny. You, you, you yourself right. No, I don't think so because that's, that's too much manpower, meaning too much money okay. for the child support system to have to deal with. Well, but I have a question well, for Grand well, Finale. Hold on, hold on. If I could just uh, counter that real Come quick. On, so you do realize you do realize that the court system is a business, and that when uh, a man uh, is being, you know, fined or or if he's being uh, taken to to court for for lack of child support, that the court gets a, a a cut of that money that he pays. So it's in their best interest. No, they don't. To, unless the mother's on welfare. Uh oh. But, well, well, I've, I've, I've watched one of Jack's interviews, and according to an interview that he had... Hang, hang on, Grand Finale. Minister Jap is my man, but hold on a second. You're talking to Dana, who has dragged her ex through child support. Oh, yeah. Dana knows that system, right, Dana? Yes, I do. It's yeah. a fucking headache. Okay. I know the system. And I, I get all my money. I'm not giving none of my money to the court, honey, and I'm not on welfare. If you on welfare, the state takes, I believe, 80% and gives the mother 20. But if you're not on welfare, all that money goes to the mother. So there's no administrative fees at all, whether the the mother's That's on welfare. That's like five, ten, twenty dollars, and no, it really there's no fees. There's no, and, and each state, a module each state is different. But so as far as court fees, twenty, thirty dollars to file paper. That's probably going to come out of his pocket or whoever filed the paperwork. But other than that, there should be no fees, no. So in, 
So in Chicago, it could be a totally different show. I think you're outmatched on this one, Grand Finale, respectfully. respectfully. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm asking the question. So, you know. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead. What was your question? <laughs> but the question I have for you, you said you're part of, is it Midtown, Mactown? No. Midtown, yeah. Midtown. Mm -hmm. So do you still have sex or do you sustain from sex? Oh, absolutely not. I still, <laughs> still have sex. It's just that I do it on a rec on a recreational basis. Just no different than anybody who 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 has a, a, a midnight smash or anything like that. I'm just abstaining from the traditional courting. Exactly, courting means okay, so you, you, you are, and coping. So you could still be a bell thought. You still thotty. You just don't want relationships. Mm, okay. Right. Well, guys, I don't want to take the conversation too far left. I want to stay on R. Kelly and Jussie Smollett. Grand Finale, okay. thank you for your call, man. All right. Yes, sir. Y'all yes, have sir. a good night. Thank you. Okay. All right, Dana, hold on a second. I want to try and get Lakeisha on the line as well. Hold on. Uh, All right. We're going to wait for Lakeisha to bring her butt online. And so we got to wait to a commercial. Kyle Powers Radio. You're listening to a live DJ Max. Like cops and robbers, they be using handcuffs and whips on each other. Y'all ever seen that movie Fifty Shades of Grey? Well, it says here on page 22, Lee Daniels and Tyler Perry, them niggas Fifty Shades of Grey. They be paying people to kidnap their friends and put nooses around their necks. Now, let me tell y'all about these black Hollywood sex parties they be having. This gonna sound crazy to a lot of y'all, cause most of y'all niggas churchy. And if you really, really wanna stay asleep, go on and click off the video. But before you do that, I need you to hit that like button, that subscribe button, and that notification button. What I'm about to say is gonna be a little nasty, it's gonna be a little raunchy, because a lot of people wondering why would he even lie about something like this? You have to understand, when you in these secret societies, you will lie and do anything just to keep a secret. Remember when Bow Wow was on TV talking about he got beat up by his girlfriend? The truth is, that girl ain't laid not a damn finger on that boy. It says here, he be sipping lean at them sex parties and having nightmares. Not to mention, he be surrounded by a bunch of black racists. It says right here, them boys be in that party beating each other's asses, calling each other. That's why whenever you see one of these black celebrities on TV looking like they got their ass whooped, most likely they got beat up at one of them sex parties. Most part, yeah. He's so your father didn't do the job that he was supposed to do, and you looked to Barack Obama uh, to 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 help you. Yes. I mean, you could say that. I mean, mm. for the most part, most people ain't, ain't well versed in you know in uh. I mean, you know, disrespect. I mean, I'm just asking a question because you know some people come at me. Oh, star, you you voted for Trump. Trump don't give a fuck about your black ass. I'm not looking for Trump to, to do a goddamn thing for me. I just want Trump not to stop me, not to stop me from making money and to protect my rights. That's it. I don't give a fuck about Trump's goddamn uh, personal, you know, goddamn uh, how he Perfect moves about whether he teaches his wife. I don't give a flying fuck. But I'll give you the last word with regards to Michelle Obama. Yeah, yeah she, ain't, she ain't gonna do nothing, nothing for us. Ain't none of these candidates oh, no. ain't gonna do nothing for us. Especially Kamala's ass. Thank you, man. Thank you. Okay, he kept it real. But it took him 10 minutes like that, to say it. Black females. I'll give you the last word. Mmm. Facts. You are Maybe, loud. You know what? As long as there's a maybe, we have action at things. 
getting to the place of, of promise, uh, hope alive and all that shit. Yeah, I will check the video. Uh, keep it real. I'll check in again on, on a donation. Have a blessed one. Thank you, man. Thanks. I'm out. Okay. All right. A hypothetical. We can do a conspiracy if you like to as well. <clears throat> There's other things we can talk about in the media. Big Gucci soldier. Oh, did you see him up on a <laughs> marriage boot camp? Standing up in the bed over some female. Who is that? Look at he's about to, to yap her in her shit. I said, oh, soldier, don't do it. I haven't watched that show. Are those people uh, trying to get help before they get married? I saw Walker Flock of Flame and his... Uh, his I don't even know what he's talking about right now. I feel embarrassed. I don't follow these people. I'm really out of the loop because I don't have a television. I'm like bragging about that. It's kind of early to talk about that tonight, but did you see her talking about it yet? Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't. Okay. Thank you. This country, the, that, the, the commander-in-chief is, is there to protect your rights. That's it. Protect your rights. That's why we okay. have something called the Bill of Rights. You know, I, I don't need a pat on the head. I don't need to fucking hang out with the president. I don't give a fuck if he's bisexual, trisexual, cheats on his wife. I, but, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. Just don't stop me from making sorry. money. <laughs> sorry. You do realize that the president is not there to protect your rights, right? That... That is up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court interprets the Bill of Rights and all the, uh, of the amendments of the uh, Constitution. Okay? Yeah. Come on, uh, come on. The legislative branch makes laws based on the Constitution. They have to stay within the constitutional laws. And then the courts have to uphold and determine if certain laws are unconstitutional or whatnot. The presidents don't do nothing but... Uh, sign bills once they come into play. The president also has veto power, sir. He has veto power and he can stop Yes, things. they have veto powers. Absolutely. But then that can be overturned as well. Take that. So that's, that's the most important one for me. I know yours is the money, but I feel like if I can't, you know, defend myself against tyrannical government... I would say say that that the Second Amendment is uh, is also very very important to me because I've lived in com uh, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania for over twenty years. So, so I mean, I, I pride myself on having gun okay. I pride myself on having guns to cripple sons. But I'll give you the last word about Michelle Obama. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, last word on Michelle Obama. Well, you know, you know, you know what, Michelle Obama? She, she's uh, she's a beautiful chocolate woman. I love chocolate, and she has a nice booty. <laughs> Area code 773. Good afternoon. Would Michelle Obama make a good president? 773. Yo. Hello. Uh -huh. Yes, sir. The only way Michelle Obama can make a good president is she bow down to this DOS wave. Hey, DOS wave is taking over, baby. Come on, let's go. If every Democrat got to bow down. You can't... You can't be a Democrat in 2020 and get in there without backing down to this ADOS wave. Yeah, but what's sad is y'all don't know what ADOS is. You still don't know who you are. You still don't know that Pan-African slavery, I can't even laugh about it. it. It ain't what you think it is, people. That's all I'm going to say. I wanted to hear your opinions on this stuff. Are you ADOS yourself, sir? Are you? You don't know. None of them know. They don't even know what ADOS is.
If you shop on Amazon, you don't should... try to tell me about Amazon. I'm not trying to hear that. I would say that the defense would allow the queen that but reparations is going to be a device. England, Russia, even in France, is they were they were born and bred to be that one day. Okay. Uh, Michelle Obama, yes, yeah, she was a lawyer. She's very educated, but she wasn't born and bred to lead a nation. How do you know? In addition, mm. back in the... Uh, I don't know about that. I'm not for her. I just, I, I don't, how do you know that? Fucking hating on the African-American. He's hating. I'm doing pretty good. I had to call in about this because I had predicted this shit back in 2015. Okay, come on. I said that, um... Yeah, I said, you know, this is a good question. Would she make a good president? But the real question we need to ask is, can she be elected president? Because if you can't, you know, if you can't beat Trump, you can't beat the other Democrats in the party, really doesn't mean anything. And I think Michelle Obama has enough re name recognition, enough clout, as people will call it, to actually make it all the way to the top. You know, she's a, you know, she at this point, she's a huge... It's just a question of, you know... Scandals. Uh, before she started speaking to uh, Jada Pinkett, in the clip that I saw earlier, he, he, he called in on Jada Pinkett's, uh, what do you call that thing? The, uh, Red table or whatever the hell it is. Some fucking mobile device. <laughs> Tablet. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bread, let him eat cake. Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, thank you, man. Okay, shopping. I'm out of here. Oh, oh gosh, you gotta wait for these tiresome commercials. I wish some of these commercials would give me some ad revenue. And over and all this other propaganda and hate white people. Because I'm gets, holding you know, on to my liquids right America now. All, all roused up. And now we forget that we were saying that we were, uh, we were Indians and now you, uh, now we slaves now. We mad. Yeah. Exactly. Somebody, uh, sorry to coach up. Somebody sent me an this email, is, hang on a second, uh, earlier with regards to, um, Hang on a second. Let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, the YouTube channel is Sam Ford, Black Slaves, Red Masters, Part One, uh, talking about the uh, the Indians, Native Americans here in America that own black slaves. So I, I hear what you're saying, but uh, again, I just I wanted to do a hypothetical, which I don't usually do, but about Michelle Obama. But um, uh, if if I can also just say I think she might decide to run. When it's all said and done, I give it a laugh. Well, duh. Yeah, hang on a second. Now you've called in before. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, you you uh, you uh, you, you do yeah. some type of motivational speaking. You have. A he's trying to he's trying oh. to motivate Michelle Obama. Yes, I wrote I wrote books before. That's why I was really inspired by your book. I really liked like your first book. Oh. oh God. Um, they're going to silence you, especially conservative voices that that are like, okay, you know, because nobody's ever grabbed her by the pussy, so we don't really know. <laughs> okay, so now, hang on a second. I appreciate the call, but now, realistically, don't you think that in a social media, and I'm not taping for Michelle Obama, I wouldn't vote for her. Yes, but, but I agree that she would be a front runner. Yeah. Millions of people would yeah. support her. Yeah. She could use the woman, she could use the gay, even if she doesn't. All of that conspiracy stuff would actually Oh no, I didn't mean to do that. I wanted oh, to hear yeah. what he had to say. Oh man, I didn't hear what he was gonna say. And now they put this Desert Storm commercial on. 
I'm being very fair and impartial right now. Y'all need to take a seat. Man, tell you the truth. Like, I think I think she fucked it up just like Obama did, man. I mean, the headset's a little crazy, so I'm trying to hear you. Headset, can you fix it? It's not about what I think. It's about what the people think, and I'm just listening. I really haven't well, said anything. That's like saying that just because Giselle is Tom Brady's wife, that when he goes down, she could be quarterback. Okay. I don't think she's qualified. Wow. He came all the way from the back. And I also think she's a hypocrite. Mm. She has a nerve to sit there and try to speak up. She has the nerve to sit up there and try to speak up for for, for immigrants being deported when her oh. husband was the one that deported more immigrants than any other resident in history. Judge. The nerve to sit there and talk about she has the nerve to sit there and talk about how how Trump is trying to militarize and how how he's dangerous for the world when her husband drone struck more more people than any other president. Right. He's he's almost as responsible for more foreign debt. For more death on foreign soil than any other president. So I don't really see, I, I'm trying to see the silver lining in her. I get it. She's popular. She's next to Jay-Z. But right now, she's more of a celebrity than she is a politician. And I guess we, I guess since Trump's in office, we can elect the politician. We can, we can elect. Bingo. Bingo. So stay right there. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you've said all those things. And, and, and you ended it with saying, but you know, Trump's in office because he was popular. Exactly. Now, I would never mm -hmm. vote for Michelle Obama, but, you know, objectively speaking, objectively speaking, she's popular, and, and Trump had no experience with, you know, foreign affairs. He's a maverick, but uh, no experience with foreign affairs. Uh, you know, and people kick a lot of dirt on him, and you know what? Rightfully so. Again, I'm not looking for a fuck. Oh, no. So I don't think today's the day to turn up, to be honest with you. Let's turn up tonight. I thought that was Let's hilarious. I just love sitting here. I'm tired of hearing about what men are doing with their excess hair. I don't want to know. Why are you showing me this commercial? Under your feet, tread softly because you tread on my dreams. Oh, God, Mindy's back. Hello, ladies. I got some more Hennessy for y'all. Recently, Jesse Smellett came out and said he was attacked by some Trump supporters. But they was black. According to my documentation, it was all just some kinky sex role playing that went wrong. These Hollywood sex parties be off the chain. They be role playing and wearing costumes. They even be. Now, the problem is that he hired twins and they were both bodybuilders. Maybe if it had been one, he would have had a chance, but getting two. He had to know something was these gonna get overcome by. The Caden were foreigners. That's how these big as Nigerian boys got involved. What kind of family? Not one African, but two. I mean. Now let me explain to y'all how he thought he could handle all that. Sexual this situation really is. Now I'm just guessing, but most of y'all get off the porn hub in next video. Oh, fuck yeah. It says here on page 15, these bougie brothers in Hollywood get off to the 10 o'clock news. These twisted bastards think police brutality is sexy. According to the news, Jason Smullett paid these brothers to kidnap them and say it was a hate crime. But that wasn't no hate crime, that was a mate crime. I know y'all know all about them MAGA shirts and them MAGA hats, but what y'all don't know about is MAGA sex. What's that? It ain't no different than ghetto gaggers. These boys get the role playing like... Sing by. No, no one's gonna be giving anyone chances for talk. Because, old ways of thinking. ways of thinking and forced change forced 
just be like, well, if he cannot change, then I'm gone. That's it. It's going to be, you know, maybe harsh like that. Very harsh, I would say. Uh, so it, it does determine how people, you know, communicate with each other and to everyone. Talking about uh, something that should be already like not even talked about. reason why people keep saying, you know, why you keep doing the race card, why you keep doing the gender card, why you keep doing this, that, and the other card, the, 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 the father card, the mother card, the marriage card. Yeah, someone left because they really got pissed off about that shit. I don't give a shit. You know, listen to my fucking ass. Don't you don't fucking oh, leave geez. because it's to the point it's gonna be like that. That uh, these people that not gonna change their fucking ways, they're gonna be like, you know, you're not gonna be leaving me. Why are you leaving me? You should be listening to me. And then guess what? They're gone. So if people wanna do that to me, guess what? 360. Because people are gonna be doing that to you. If you keep doing the same card over and over again, just like like the tower, you know, if, if I do if I if I do a card shuffling right now, and the tower card comes up and it constantly comes up, it's like well, it, it it's always saying that. Is there a reason why it's saying it? Because there's always a there's always a reaction to to, to an action or action to a reaction to an action. When I say I see people leaving and going because I'm bringing up cards now, I'm like, well, you're gonna be saying the same to someone else because they don't want to hear it no more. See, everyone's gone now. See, everyone's gone. Maybe that, or maybe YouTube is playing with my ass. See, that's why I don't like YouTube. YouTube is messed up. Um, because you know why? Because I'm recording the, I'm recording the screen, and they're like, <laughs> they don't like, they don't like me re recording the screen. They're like, no, no, no one needs to see that there's six people over here. I'm like, yeah, there was six people over here. I just see. So, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the people are going to be like, where are you going? You should be listening to me. And it's just like, yeah, they're not listening to you. The same as how someone did that just now in this live. Maybe they got what they really wanted to know. And I'm like, yeah, you did. You did. But it's not about things that you want to know. If you want to know good things, I'm not going to be saying it here because there's never good things here because YouTube is not good. It's just the truth how the cars is doing it. The cars is just saying bad shit all the time because it's saying YouTube is bad.
and help some help people, not someone, but I can I can say someone, but people are not going to change. There are certain sets of people that is not going to. And that's when they're going to be gone, they're, they're going to be dealt with because they can't change. And there's a time and place for everything. And that time and place this year, it's, it's going to go past April. I'm done about this because I'm always going to be, you know, bringing up things that is not card. So she's saying, uh, you know, we're tying up these cycles. And uh, in order for some of us, some of us have already. Okay, let's try to say this as simple as we can. So some of us have already changed in profound ways. Like we've outgrown certain things, certain situations, certain treatment that we were tolerating before. Uh, our goals have changed. Uh, maybe what we like, maybe what we find fulfilling, maybe what we're good at. All of these different things could have changed for different individuals, right? So that means that certain people that we dealt with before, unless these others adapt and do their personal work and also change, then um, it's not going to be a symmetrical situation. Um, so it's kind of like um, if, if two sides don't complement each other and if they're not carrying weight equally, and if things are not reciprocated and if there's no, um, you know, I got your back, you got my back, um, if things aren't fair, then situations are not going to persist. It's going to end. So she's saying that um, with this huge shift that's coming, everything's going to change. Our jobs, money, the government, literally money with the currency, um, and all this, God, I can't, I can't take that note. You're killing me with that note. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> just really crazy about that. And the fact that nobody has corrected it in all these years, I just cannot. Um, so anyway, um, we have to, people that want to work together have to get on the same page or it's just not going to work. Okay, and what happens is people are just going to walk away and um, people are going to do what's best for them and what's healthiest for them and their frequency and their vibration. And it's going to happen whether others like it or not. Situations are going to change. Um, so we might as well be about it. Um, and I see it as a good thing. So um, what Bonnie seems to be saying to me is that we've always had situations where it seems like celebrities get away with everything. And I mean, we'll never know if they're really in jail or not. We'll never know. But it seems that 
they're going to be dealing with some things are going to be catching up with them or appear to catch up with them and that uh, fame and money can't necessarily fix it. Even if they get off, you know, there's, there's situations that are created by uh, vices, you know, and, and just having, throwing money on it and just having connections may not solve uh, issues of character. So we pray for everyone. No one is perfect. And uh, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting to get an intuitive point of view on all this uh, celebrity stuff. You've been listening to Kyla Powers Radio Show. (laughs) Have a great weekend, you guys. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.